It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, Survivor News Edition, Episode 124, Game versus Reality. I am your humble and oh-so-gracious host, Bryce Isaiah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's Survivor News. If you have not already, please make sure you subscribe to the Purple Pants Podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. We are there. And if you got a YouTube and you're listening, make sure you head over to my YouTube page, Bryce Isaiah. Hit subscribe and give the video a thumbs up. You can watch your baby boys break it down. Okay. And I am very thankful and grateful. I hope that everyone had a wonderful holiday. You got the eat, spend time with your family. More importantly, you didn't have to go to work. So I hope that you guys are ready because listen, it was a lot to discuss in this week's episode and the baby boys, we was talking. So I ain't even going to hold you guys up. I want to get right into the menu this week. I'm so excited to have Jack Atkins from Netflix. The Circle Season 2 and The Baby Boy, Wendeezy from HGTV, from Survivor Ghost Island. We are here to discuss all things Episode 10. Before we get into all of that, I just want to make sure that you guys know December 15th, Bryce and Wynn presents the finale is going down, okay? We're in Hoboken, New Jersey. The tickets are available and listen, let me just say some of the guests that are confirming is is epic. So you don't want to miss it. So make sure you click the link in my bio or Windows bio and get your ticket and we'll see you at the finale. But listen, enough of me talking. I'm wetting my whistle. I'm still at Barb's house. Okay. John is out walking sunshine. Let's get into this menu. Mm. Ah, had to wet the whistle first. It's a man who, it's a man you, being potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. It's a man who, it's a man you, being potatoes like we cooking up a great stew. And we are back this week with the Survivor News with your favorite baby boys. If you are listening, that means you are listening on the Purple Pants podcast, our Survivor News special episode. Or you could be blessed enough to see your baby boys loud, live and in color on my YouTube page. Bryce Isaiah, let me formally welcome back to the podcast, the baby boy, the Jack, that is the Atkins. What it do? What it do, Bryce? Uh, I feel like Wonderless Week podcasting out of the hotel room but oh, uh, i'm stoked to be here it was an amazing episode and i hope you guys both had an awesome thanksgiving ready to get into it 
Thank you, Jack. I think one of the things I'm thankful for is our renewed friendship. And, you know, being here with one of my best friends. And let me also welcome back to the podcast, the one, the only, the wind to the DZ. Okay, you might know him from the HGTV. Beach, come out of Yeah, yeah, beach, come out of Yeah, yeah, or hot mess. It's a hot mess house. It's a hot mess, hot, hot mess house. Or you might know him from the jewelry from season <laughs> 40 winners at war. Welcome to the podcast, Win DZ. Thank you, thank you, Bryce. I say a quick question for you. We're gonna do a rapid fire round. What jury were you on? Oh, I was on the jury that was Ponderosa that had the cocktails popping. Is with the jury that I was on. Ooh. Fair you enough, the whistle friend. right now, Bryce? I'm wetting the whistle. It's Thanksgiving. What, what, I'm at Bar Give House. the people the rundown. Give the people the rundown. What are you drinking? I am actually drinking a uh, Tito's. And then my mom uh, likes, what are these? Like Smirnoff ice. So I got a little Smirnoff ice Ooh. with a little pineapple juice in it and a lime. Ooh. And then when I was just minding my business, John came over with uh, some tequila and put a little shot of tequila in it. So... You, I, I mean, baby it's, boy. Okay. Looking like a crazy episode. Oh, I mean, well, listen, is it game versus loyalty? I feel like it's what it's given. But before we get into all of that, just want to know how your jet, how you guys' Thanksgiving went. Mine went very I, well, uh, man. Mine was good. Yeah. Got, got the hang of the fam. Yeah. What, what you got, Jack? What you got? Yeah, so, sorry to cut in. Um, yeah, I was all right, man. Last year, because of COVID, I just stayed on campus and ate cheeseburgers with my friend for Thanksgiving. Oh. So <laughs> that was a little dry. So this year, I was able to spend it in uh, West Virginia with my grandparents and my dad. So always good being around family. Yeah, no complaints. You was with Grandpa and Mima. Yeah, Pop Pop, Mima. Hey. You know, the whole vibe. <laughs> when DZ, what you look like? You it, it looked like you ate a lot for Thanksgiving, you know? <laughs> Bro, that's because I got the hair tucked. That's all, man. Oh, I'm okay. still a snack. I still actually I didn't even get to the gym today, which I wanted to do. Uh, but you know, me neither. Yeah, Thanksgiving was good though. I got to see my fam and everything, and some uh, family came to town, so it was very good. That's good. Well, listen, I'm glad everyone had a happy Thanksgiving. I hope anyone that's listening, I hope that you guys had a Thanksgiving. We are thankful for your committed support to us. And we just want to give a shout out to the people on YouTube. We read the comments. We see them. Jack, hit them with the sexy voice because somebody in the comments said Jack had a sexy voice. But my thing is... How he got a sexy voice if we on YouTube? Okay, I guess the face don't match the voice. But I, I'm just, I'm just putting two together. I'm going on mute for the rest of the episode. <laughs> but again, if you are listening on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button and give this video some thumbs up. But listen, baby boys, whew, it's a lot to get through on this episode. My emotions were all over the place, and this episode I feel like is appropriately entitled game versus loyalty. I am. I'm glad that I'm here with you guys. Winner Wendell as a formal winner. Um, I feel like you can answer a lot of my like burning questions and Jack, you as the strategist that has never played yet, uh, you know, a lot of the insights and listen, if you're watching on YouTube, Wendell just put his pen down. So that means we got notes. It's getting serious. And listen, take it away. Wendy's uh, my pen is still in hand. We don't have any notes. No. We have one little hash. That's a lie. That's a lie. Show the notes. I know All you right. got to. 
The notes are actually on my computer right oh, here. So. Okay. <laughs> but um, what an episode, guys. What an episode. I was getting uh, I was getting old school vibes. We have a lot of politics and we have interpersonal relationships. We have a blind side. We have no idols played. Uh, a lot going on. We have a lot of Survivor being played in this episode. And it was a deep episode, too. We were able to see, like, um, the the camp out and, and them kind of imploding and whatnot. So... I guess let's get right into it, right? Let's go. All right, let's do it. So we get back to camp after the previous night's tribal council. And that's when Ricard tells everyone kind of their play and how they voted Nasir out. He said, I suggested to, Sh- to Shan to use her extra vote. And she used her extra vote, voted one for Nasir, one for Heather. And, and he, they broke it down to them. Uh, we get an Erica confessional saying that people are kind of afraid to vote out Shan because of her power and her connections. And you get Shan and Deshaun on the beach. And she says that she wants to get one of the idols out. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Erica, Erica and Deshaun on the beach saying that they want to get one of the idols out, preferably Shan's idol. Mm. My take on like just the little synopsis that you got, like we've been saying before on this podcast, Ricard is a strategic mastermind. However, it has been Shan the one to kind of sort of like, I don't want to say execute the moves. And so what I find interesting about that conversation of Ricard coming back to the camp and really kind of going off was that, in my opinion, I feel like he's building a case for the jury. Like, this is what I said to do. But inadvertently, it's really throwing Shan under the bus because it, but is it inadvertently or is it him just trying to be like, let me make sure y'all know what I'm doing. But it re- like hearing Erica, when I saw Erica's confession and shout out to Erica, cause we know I love Erica, but hearing her say that um, I was just like, but me as the viewer, it's not really Shan so much as like Ricard. Yeah. And he gets back and he's, he's, he's saying there, play to everyone. He is trying to show people that he's doing things in this game. And again, it puts him on the radar, but it also puts it puts both of them like you, you're going to see these players now at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on, uh, obviously. And we see this throughout the rest of the episode. You know, Shannon and Ricard have that one of the maybe the craziest duos that we've seen in recent Survivor history aside from maybe Wendell and Dominic, uh, or Bryce and Morgan. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> Where's um, the <laughs> But, um, yeah, this is kind of like a, I wouldn't even say a prelude because it's been going on for so long, that relationship. But I do think, you know, Ricard, I do think first and foremost, it was smart of him to be upfront about what plan went down because it's going to get leaked out somehow. So you might as well be honest with it. Uh, but, yeah, he, he's definitely trying to get his props for the move because up to this point, he's been kind of looked at as Shan's right-hand man. Like you said, Bryce Shan's been pushing the pushing the needle. I guess you would say a lot of the time. So I don't know if he was throwing her under the bus per se, but he was definitely trying to get his props, which I respect. I mean, it was a great move by Ricard, and in that last episode, he did play a big role in getting Shan to kind of go the direction that he wanted. So it was props to Ricard. Definitely. I I also think just real quick, since Wendell, you have your notes down, I want you to keep a tally of the the name of this episode is game versus loyalty. And I feel like throughout this episode, there's maybe about five people that game versus loyalty is tested. And I just want us to kind of like document that and talk about it as you narrate through us, through your non-sexy voice. Uh, That's what the YouTube people say. Well, damn. (laughs) Okay, then we get a shag. Let me me work on my voice. 
Let me work out my voice. Not the sorry window. <laughs> then we get a Shan confession. Oh, no. She's worried about a potential blindside from Deshaun and Erica because she saw them walking away. Which mm. you should be worried about. Absolutely. Um, and what I think is interesting is that, uh, you know, her, when you're in Survivor, the one thing that I have learned from the 11 days, and I'm going to say it every time this episode is, is that go with your instinct. I didn't go with my instinct and I went home. And I'm just saying that I felt like Shan was like, are they plotting a blindside from me? Like, trust your instinct. Don't trust what nobody else says to you. Um, and I think that that was just so interesting for her to be like spot on. But I'm sure the editors probably was like, let's find that clip where she said that so we can edit it to the episode uh, to make sure it tells a great story. But I also think it's so interesting is that that conversation that Shan and Deshaun had after that when she was talking to him like, what y'all go and talk about? And I feel like that's one of the first questions that we have of the game versus loyalty is Shan versus Deshaun, because you can kind of more describe what happens more eloquently. Bryce, can you explain to us what you mean when you say game versus loyalty? So what I mean, game versus loyalty is like, are you putting a million dollars, the game of Survivor to be a shark, to be like to to be vindictive or are you going to go with your loyalty your relationships that you have made uh like a coach the dragon slayer and go to the end so that's what i mean by like game versus loyalty um and i feel like it's a pivotal moment when we see shan and deshaun talking about like you know everything that has transpired yeah and uh, like you said bryce this this is the episode that really tests it this game is for a million dollars and i don't I don't know how many millionaires are out there and people want this money. People are playing for a million dollars, but when they filmed this show in 2020, in light of all that had gone on in the country with the George Floyd movement and everything, uh, they're, they're definitely in, in tune with that and they understand that. And so you have this, uh, the black Alliance wanting to stick together and show solidarity to the country. So when there are when a show is, you know, dangling a million dollars in front of you now, you're really you're really questioning. All right. Am I going to play my game or am I going to do something deeper and stick with my loyalty? So I'm glad you broke it down a little bit, Bryce. Yeah. No. Uh, you got anything to say, Jack? I mean, yeah, I just think that storyline that we see. Get, first of all, I'll get kicked off with the Sean where he's crying in this confessional talking about, you know, do I stick to my people and do it for the culture or do I play my own game and win a million dollars? Now, uh, I can't speak on it as well as you guys can from my, my, my perspective as a white man, but I just thought it was a really interesting dynamic. I thought that, you know, I, I think Deshaun kind of hit the nail on the head and we see this as the episode progresses where you can play your own game and rep the culture. You know what I mean? Like that's, that was my take on it if you if you show that support and show that love for your fellow black people but also you know realize that this is a game i gotta play to win i thought that was an extremely respectful way to go about it um but it is certainly being in that position would be super complex and i could see why it took an emotional toll on deshaun and the other players if i may real quick to set it up uh bryce this is like the morning after shannon deshaun have this conversation shannon's like what was eric what were you guys saying he he lies to her then in the middle of their conversation, we get cutaways to this emotional sort of dilemma that, that Deshaun has. He's in the, he's in the confessional and I have some of his verbiage right here. Um, he said the people before us fought so hard. Mm. That was the one thing that he said. And he, I think he understands the magnitude and 
what so many people did to make sure that the landscape of this of this season looks like this and the season's going forward. So he acknowledged those before him. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that. And uh, I feel like I just I, I'm getting emotional again, like when I was watching Deshaun talk about it, but continue. Man, we fought for Man. these people. We we everybody in Survivor wants to get that call back. And we were we didn't know we don't know what the future holds, but a lot of us said, you know what, there's a bigger purpose. We're gonna band together. We're going straight to CBS with a list of demands. And it was it was great to see that they were actually receptive to us and change things. And it's great that CBS kind of acknowledged this in the edit and allowed Deshaun to say, hey, people fought for us to be here. Um, we didn't we didn't fight for people to acknowledge us. We fought for Deshaun's and Shans and Danny's and Ricard's and JD's JD's and Evie's. And like we fought for this, you know, beautiful cast of diverse people. And uh, it's it's it was it was cool to hear him say that. But even more, he says 2020 was such a hard year. Uh, We don't get opportunities like this. This is the first opportunity we've gotten like this where we can all work together this late in the game. This is the opportunity you've always wanted. And someone you're so close with is in the way. Is in your way. So he recognizes that he wants he's close. He has this bond with Shan but he understands the level at which she's playing her game and that she is in the way of his million dollars game versus loyalty. Yeah. Uh, for me, I just, and again, this kind of takes it a little away from survivor and just me personally. Cause when I watched the show, I put myself in the predicament of it. And I just think of like, you know, like intersectionality and like, you know, yes, you might be a, a person of color, but there are so many other things that make us a person of color and so many other things that make us who we are. Um, and so it is just interesting, like hear Deshaun say, like, you know, I got student loans. Shan was like, I was homeless. And so it, it just, for me, just like, I understand the magnitude. Um, and it's like, yes, you want to do it for the culture and yes, you want to like, but at the end of the day, this is survivor. And, you know, I also feel like playing your own game, in a way is doing it for the culture as well. Like you're a black man out here and it's like, you're representing. I also feel like Shan, she's a black woman and we haven't seen many powerful black women edits in Survivor. Yes, we've had very strong women uh, players that we all love, but how many times can we say that we've seen with this episode 10 that a black woman has narrated the whole season? Um, so it, it, for me, it just, it, it just gets me emotional, um, in the sense of, for me, it's not just survivor at this point for me, it's just like, it's a whole nother level, uh, of different things, but just, um, it is like a very pivotal point where we see them come together and say, we're going to work together despite our games. Now, okay. I got a question, but I'm going to save it for later in the pod. Okay. Anything on, anything on that confessional, Jack? I mean, I thought you guys articulated it super well. Uh, I think the magnitude must just be another level for you guys too, considering you were some of the people at the forefront of that fight to increase the diversity. I mean, this part of this cast and this is no discredit to them, you know, might not have been there if it wasn't for you and the other people that fought to get that representation. So I can, first of all, I just want to applaud you guys like that. That's a huge accomplishment, but yeah, I thought 
I've, I thought his, as someone who's met Deshaun a few times, I have the utmost respect for him. Like I've been saying this whole season, I, he's at, he's my front runner to win. I think he's a great person, a great guy. And I talked to him a little bit about after the episode about that confessional, everything. Like I just thought it was it's such a unique and important moment in Survivor that really kind of defined the episode. Like you said, game versus loyalty. And Bryce, just to reiterate you said, what you said, I think, both, I think like, repping the culture and playing the game can both can go hand in hand. And that was super fun to watch unfold this whole episode and made the, made the season a lot spicier too. So I th- I'm, let's put a pin in that because I do have questions about in this particular game, um, in this, in this show, in this episode, repping the culture and playing your game and potential ramifications down the line as far as, I'll matter of fact, I'll ask it right now. Go ahead. He broke up. He broke up. I mean, first of all, we can point back and forth and I don't want this to be a um, attack Deshaun or attack Shan no. podcast because they both had a thousand considerations mm-hmm. in, in their de- decisions. But might this have been the move that prevents a black winner from winning this season? Could this be the start of the complete collapse of the camp out. Uh, I mean, I think it could. Well, first of all, like you said, I just want to like reiterate that this is a podcast of love. We might go back and forth and say what we say, but we're watching it as game players. We love all the players. And so it is not a, a, a slight to anyone. Uh, but yeah, that is interesting. I also think it's very interesting of Deshaun to say, uh, you know, for me, like I don't know, it, it's a little triggering for me. Um, in the sense, and this has nothing to do with Deshaun. I love Deshaun. I, I like. I want to see him go far, but I also think that it is like very interesting that like Deshaun is the player that like you know we get this emotional edit from him, and I'm crying. Like I'm like yes, but you know this is the same person that then you know votes out a black sister and for me it's like I also think of like intersectionality me being like a black gay man and I know it's very similar at times for like a a, a black woman like we're othered and it's just interesting that like you know Deshaun is this black man which is you know this overarching sense of different things and clearly he's unhappy because things aren't going his way they're going Shan's way but if it's for the culture why we not going like why is not going Shan's way? Like, and I get it. Don't get me like, you know, I'm just playing devil's advocate, but I get it. But mm-hmm. and sometimes I feel like I relate a little bit more to Shannon, the sense of like there are times that I want to speak up for the kosher and like, you know, I want to get my unique perspective and I am told to just be quiet. This is for the culture. And, you know, so like there is a sense of me that just feels like a little. Ugh, and I don't know how else to describe it, but um, it, it, that 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 raises a, a very interesting question, Wendell. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, only time will tell. We got what three more weeks left. So mm-hmm. we'll see how this goes. But now with the camp out being fractured, it's it is really up in the air. So yeah. let's just let's continue through this episode. But yeah, this game is wide open now. Shan was bust wide open. Uh-huh. Shan was my winner pick and I was shocked to see her go home and again we'll get to that but yeah this this game is wide open so anyway we have that emotional time from uh, but between Deshaun and Shan and then we have his emotional confessional and now we get to a reward challenge and the reward is the survivor sanctuary 
where you'll get pizza under the stars and sleep in a shelter with blankets and pillows. Oh yeah. <laughs> you taking it survivor, Have y'all had that survivor pizza before? Just curious. I feel like it has a reputation, right? Who talks about it? I think Brett LaBelle talks about it. I, Someone. I had a slice of pizza one time oh. and it, it was delicious. No, it sounds like a good reward. It's funny that Jeff was like, this is the best reward of the season. <laughs> like, so imagine losing that challenge too. You're like, all right, it only goes downhill from here. I guess. So don't. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of that reward challenge? Well, it was better than Stu. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought, I think it would be cool to get away and sleep with pillows and blankets under a shelter, get some food in your belly. Yeah. I would, I would love that. I would love it. Yeah. Take a little vacation. Oh. Oh. The the challenges. Also, so the, what did, first first and foremost, what did you think of like the challenge itself? I thought it was solid. I thought the puzzle was pretty cool. I just knew. I, like, here's the thing. I knew I I could get through the obstacle course easy because I'm agile and flexible. Anybody that's listening, <laughs> but I like. I don't know if it's like my dyslexia. Or, like, I would have got to that puzzle and been like, oh. it, was, it was a harder puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, I, yeah, that puzzle looked difficult. And uh, shout out to Ricard uh, for winning. Uh, and again, for me, we talk about fighting for like anyway to see somebody of the LGBTQ plus community like dominating challenges. Again, I'll scream it from the top of my lungs, and I'll say it every, every episode for that like young queer person at home to see somebody like a Ricard. Winning the challenges, like, yes, you can play too. Like, we can be kings. We can be immunity challenge. We can be reward challenge beasts. And I think it's so good for the LGBTQ plus community to have people like Ricard playing and for us to, like, literally see him, like, kill the game. Mm -hmm. He did his thing out there. I love I love a challenge like that that has to do with going through the water, digging through something, getting doing obstacles and ends with a challenge. I love that. Now, can I also say, Mm. I was cussing at the screen at Jeff. First of all, Jeff, what you not going to do is highlight Zaddy Zan getting tangled up. And, and listen, <laughs> you don't need to do that. Sorry. Okay. Why? Zaddy Zan was, listen, he, he, he was a little, <laughs> okay. Look, he looked congested from the beef stew. I appreciate Zaddy Zan. I mean, Jeff, Pointing like I felt like, but also another thing: Did y'all peep how Chris Jeff's Adidas were this episode? No, I didn't. I was like, I might you, maybe it's because I was watching it in Window House and he got the a thousand screen TV in his basement. But like Jeff's Adidas was like <laughs> extra crisp. They was bling blinging. I, I will say, go ahead. He shows up behind the scenes from that challenge where he's rocking a Nike bucket hat. Oh. A bucket hat was giant, right? It was clean. I, it, well, I, I'll say it was clean, but he's he's switching up the brands here. Oh, he's Nike one day, Adidas the next. He oh. warms up in the Nike. And- <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Now warms up in the Nikes. Before we know, he's gonna be in the white New Balances. <laughs> oh no, not the. What if he has some Yeezys? <laughs> Zach, what do you warm up in? I warm up in the uh, for, for my Survivor challenges. <laughs> I just warm up at home uh, in my in my sweatpants and in my uh, my best makeup. Oh, come on, Emily! Yeah. Um, I want to ask this real quick. I don't really know if there's a, a a good answer, but 
you know, as we were watching Ricard start to pick who he wants to come on on uh, reward with him, there's eight people left in the game. And Jeff always does this thing where it's like, all right, Ricard, pick one person to come with you on reward. All right, pick another person. All right, Ricard, one more person. And I just want to throw this out there. When it gets down to like eight, nine people, seven people, do you think we've reached the point where it's kind of mandatory that about half the group goes on reward? Because if I'm Ricard and I go, say I only get to bring two people, now the three of us are kind of isolated. We're on reward. All the other five go back to camp. I feel like that's a disadvantage. So do you think they're kind of reaching that mindset where, okay, we're going to try to distribute the reward more evenly? Yeah. 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 To that same question, I always, I don't like it when Jeff X, the person that won. I like it if, say, I won and I'm like, Jack. And then Jeff turns to Jack and Jack is like, Jack, you bring somebody. I like it that way. Um, But I also think it's just so interesting because it's a very strategic move. And if I'm Ricard, despite Shan being my closest ally, I'm bringing somebody I've never talked to before. I'm bringing when was the last reward challenge you won? It was like one and one. First of all, both y'all, this whole, this whole thing can be done. But both of y'all. Yes. No, cause you're, cause you're egging it on. I won a reward challenge in my life. In South Africa. No. In kindergarten, I was the best dressed turkey. Okay. The best dressed turkey. Yes. You, you know what you mean? Don't sell the- yourself short. Uh. I mean, I, yeah, I, Bryce, I, you know I'm not talking. I just sat in my room on the circle. I, I didn't win shit. Damn. Damn. Fifth place, though. Oh. Um, oh. 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 Don't do that. Don't. Is that, the okay, highest, is that the highest average place in the podcast? Listen. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm playing. oh I'm don't playing. do that. Okay, now, Wendell, add to the list game versus loyalty, Jack, Bryce, and Wendell. Yes. Damn. Yes, Bryce. Yes, yes. Um we're back. I will say what I was gonna what I was gonna say. Um also now I want to hear you guys' thoughts. Uh if if I'm in this position where it's an individual reward where you're gonna be picking the people yourself, I feel like I'm throwing it a lot of the time. Is that is there merit to just all cause so that you don't have to pick and show your cards? Like is what that, do you mean like, like so recording around? No, like he said, he throw the yeah, Jack is saying he throw the challenge. The challenge and hope someone picks me so that there's no blood on my hands. I mean, uh, no, I, like, and I, 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 it depends. Probably, right? I don't know. I can't I, do it. I, like with I, the family visit, for example. Uh, that's the thing. It's probably hard to do because if if my dad runs out or my mom runs out, I'm gonna be like Christine, my man, mom, my pop pop. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, all right, like I should throw this. I don't want to give away my cards, but I got to see my mima. So. Uh, I mean, maybe it, it is hard in, in the heat of the moment probably to throw it, but it is also it, like it is kind of a disadvantage to have to pick all these people and then you know you kind of show people where you stand. Well, th- but th- that's my whole thing is that I will pick nobody that I'm close to. I will pick Heather, Heather will come, I will pick Danny, I will pick uh Erica, and I would pick Liana if I'm Ricard. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you don't think Shan's gonna be like? I mean, but then you tell her I didn't want, I, like, no, you know, fair, I want to distance fair. ourselves. I think I did yeah. that. I think I, uh, I think in Ghost in uh, Ghost Island, Ghost Island, Ghost Island. I think in Ghost Island, I used to. Nah, if I'm not mistaken, I think I didn't pick my allies, and I picked Angela and Sebastian for uh, like a steak dinner or something. And I think I, you're right. And I think Laurel was like upset and, and and said some things about it and dom was standing next to her and i think 
when they got back to camp, Dom was like, all right, our boy is taking care of business. I think that's what happened. But also, go ahead. That's also interesting. And I know I might be jumping ahead a little bit, but I I love the the difference of a Dom and you relationship as it pertains to a Shan and a Ricard. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if I'm jumping ahead too much. You the narrator. I'm just, you know, just just the window podcast. So I'm just sitting back. So tell me where we at in the notes. This guy. As he looks to the computer after the notes. Well, then they go on the reward. Sorry, let me get my Wendell voice on. Which okay, is go ahead. Definitely, definitely less sexy than my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bell? <laughs> so on the reward. Oh, no. Oh, no, that's no, the price the, the, the cinematography, first and foremost, on that reward was crazy. And then we, we see a lot of Ricard and Shan discussing right next to Heather and Xander about the state of their kind of relationship. Can y'all just get it? Get closer to your camera while you talk this, because this is how the this how the the cinematography was. Yeah, it was up in the face. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so Xander didn't get <laughs> any screen time. Thanks, uh, Jeff. But listen, but when they gave the pizza out, Sham was like, "Me and you will take this vegetarian pizza." And guess Xander was like, "Yeah, all right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." Um, and then uh, yeah, so they were just discussing their relationship you right in get front closer, of Xander. Jay. Right in front of uh, Heather and Xander, but like you said, as it pertains to kind of Bryson or not like Wendell and Dom's relationship, uh, I mean, obviously Wendell and Dom kind of were much more consistently functional. Whereas you know you see Shannon Ricard kind of saying like at some point we got to turn on each other, but they kind of agree like hey not yet. And if I was Heather, I would have been like, what are you saying over there? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I think they were they were in the pizza. They were they were vibing out over there. Um, yeah. We get the right, Ricard confessional. He basically says we never said we were final. We were going final two with each other. Mm. So we get we get him and Shan, and he's telling her people people like you more. And she's saying, well, I think a man beats a woman at the end. And he's saying, maybe not this year. Maybe not in in this game. This mm-hmm. this year might be different. And they say now is not the time. And uh, little yeah. do we know. Little do we know. But so here's the thing. Let me also elaborate on this. Um, so I love Ricard, and what I love about Ricard is that, like you know, he is like very much so. I'm playing the game, and I'm going to do whatever it is that I have to do. Um, however, and I love that because that's the type of player that I want. Like you know. Mm-hmm. But I think in this instinct for me, it was just so interesting is that like, you know, he's basically t- saying to Shan, like, we said we would get into this fight. And my thing is like, bish, I don't think that that's like a conversation that like, I think that you should be having to my face because like for me, Spicy Bricey comes out and Spicy Bricey in my head is like, wait, hold up. Yeah. So, yeah. Like he was a little too honest. He it's, was it's like, Shannon Deshaun do the same thing too, where they're right. like really honest. And so I get it, but for me, like for no. me, and then nope. for, for me, this is why my ass went home third on no, I, I agree with you though. Like oh, right. you're, you're saying you would get spicy. Like, I would like and that like I would not be like <laughs> For me, but that's exactly I, why I think they shouldn't be having that open conversation. Right. I think that yeah. like he like again, you don't have to say like 
what is understood does not have to be spoken. And so for me, I just feel like, and again, this is the game of Survivor, which is why I love Ricard, but this Shan vote out was premeditated. And again, like, it's not like I think that, and I, I don't know, but I would, I think that Shan realized and knew that like, listen, me and Ricard can't get to the end together. But I'm going to wait until it happens. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. But like, like, you know, like we're going to wait till the numbers are down. And then it's like, she is literally forced to vote him out. Mom, Ricard. And mind you, maybe this goes back to the, give me, give me the extra vote. No, give me the act like. And again, so then I question if maybe Shan would have given the extra vote at that time, would that have maybe like, Sweet, I, like, I don't know, but for me, this was very premeditated of Ricard. And again, game versus loyalty. He's clearly choosing game. And I feel like prior to this point, and maybe I'm jumping ahead because listen, John put the tequila in my thing. But for me, I feel like over the episodes or over the time, Shan's heart or Shan, Shan has like softened a bit like I feel like when we originally saw her she was like I'm playing the game and I think that like later in the game I feel like she feels like and when I say soften I mean like I can maybe like rely on the fact that I'm out here with a jack and I'm out here with a Wendell and I feel like that might like you know what I'm saying like no still keep that heightened sense now here I agree with everything you said about Shan uh but I think maybe this, this is a what? Th- this, 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 this is a Shan what? Oh, this is a Shan podcast. Um, <laughs> Bryce just sent me a threatening text about that. No, I'm playing. Um, but I agree with everything you said about Shan. I think she is the most loyal in that group. Now, no discredit, but she is kind of at the forefront of that group. So if it makes sense for anybody to be loyal, I think it's her. Now, if you're Ricard, was it early? I don't know. Was this move early? I'm not sure. But if you're Ricard, I think you look at Shan and you say, she has an idol. So if I want to take her out at final five or final six, I might not be able to. So I got to strike while the, while the iron's hot. Also, I think you say, Shan is the one who's connecting me to, to the Deshaun, to the Danny, to the Liana. And I think Ricard has a decent relationship with them. So taking out Shan, if they're down for it, blows open the game as Wendell was saying earlier to a point where now you could be one of those people's number ones or you could be the one making the moves with them instead of having to operate through Shan. So I think Ricard kind of saw as an opportunity to just kind of seize take the game into his own hands and seize some independence. But obviously like you said, Ricard's the one who is a little bit more keen to go for Shan. But at the same time, I think based on their positions in the game, I think it makes sense. No, for sure. I'm going to let Wendell continue because I want to say more uh, as it pertains to Ricard and Shan, but I feel like it, it is later as we get through. Yeah. Well, to, to put a little button on that, Ricard has always known that he ain't going to the end with Shan mm. and he's going to get her. And in this episode, I think we see Great timing on his part. Yeah. I think we see, I don't know who it, I think Tony might be great at this. You snipe your person that you need to snipe before they even think about sniping you. I ain't mad. And what, what did I say? Episode one, if Shan goes home, it's at what? Ricard's hands. And what did I say? Episode five, 
if Shan go home, because I switched up a little bit. I said, if Shan go home, it's at the Deshaun. Oh, yeah. So, somebody give me a bell. <laughs> I almost broke my bell. All right. So, yeah, yeah, Ricard with impeccable timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, when we're at the sh- sanctuary, we get Shan singing the Shantham. Now that's. <laughs> For I was like, what song is that? that? It's like, uh, I was just thinking. Uh. Jack, you're Ricard. I'm Shan. Wendell, you're head there. No, I'm Shan. Okay. I'm, I'll, I'll uh, be head uh, there. I, I was about down to be head there. Okay. Now I'll be oh. Ricard. I'll be Ricard. What are you seeing over there, Shan? Oh, nothing. I'm just thinking. No, no. I, I, I got to say something first. Hold on. Let me, then you can go. All right. Take scene four. Go. Action. I'm just saying, Shan. What you saying? I, we, we ain't going to the end. We ain't but going we, to but the we end. cool. We cool. Yeah, but not, but no time soon. Right? I'm, let me eat my pizza. What you seeing over there? Oh, I'm just thinking. Commercial. And Great. Scene. I have no allies. <laughs> Where's Erica? <laughs> I have no allies. Damn. Sorry, Jack. I was improvising. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. So, oh, what is happening over at Lazu? Yeah. So, Lazu. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it like Viacon or something? Viacon. <laughs> Viacon. So this was um this was back at camp. Danny, Liana, Deshaun, and Erica are there. Danny and Deshaun go on a walk. Danny says it's time to take out Ricard. We need to tell Liana. They go to Liana. They tell Liana. And they say Shan can't be a part of this plan. And Liana says she's good with it. But as a viewer, it kind of looked like you could see on her face that she was like. A little hesitation. Hesitation, hesitation, soured by it, turned off by it. Let's add to the list. Game versus loyalty. Shan and Liana. But then we see Liana eventually goes to Shan. And I don't know if that's going to keep our head. Well, right. Yeah, that's that's, loyalty. And so I guess another part of the game versus loyalty, I should I guess I should have said in the beginning, is it should be game versus loyalty equals. Uh oh, now we're doing math. Now Bryce Isaiah is doing math, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is is that it's game versus loyalty or game. <laughs> I always got the props ready. What I'm saying is we doing long division. It's game over divided by, divided by, but not like the regular divided by. It's like the fraction game <laughs> That's what divided by over, over loyalty equals a million dollars or your ass home. And so like what I'm saying is that like, there are these decisions that you have to make and does it suit you? And so what I'm saying with this Liana decision, um, and I love Liana. Liana is like my little sis. Uh, and I, oftentimes I feel like I empathize with Liana because like, again, if I were playing this game, it would be loyalty. But in this moment, when Danny and Deshaun came to her, I was thinking in my mind, like, sis, this is your chance. Like, you don't have to double cross 
Shan at all. Like, let them vote Ricard out. Don't don't put don't give her the drop. Like, yeah, that's it, a good point. Because at that it, point, it is just going for Ricard. It is which, like you know what I mean. Like, don't I like? But, but again, she had to be a part of the plan. She would have had to vote with but them. I mean, a survivor. You don't have to say yeah. it. And like, it, go, go ahead, Jack. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say like. It is, like you said, it's that question of game and loyalty where Fraction. Liliana at this point and for a while, I don't feel like is going to win the game because she is not playing her own game. She's loyal to the Shan. And it, it, it almost reminds me of when we were talking about Winners at War, where I, I was hating on Ben a little bit because he was kind of gave up his spot for, for Sarah or, or for Denise. And what I, like, what I generally make of this, if you're Liana or you're Ben, is that if that like because we see liana say like at this point if shan wins it's kind of like me winning you can't fault that from a human perspective right like if you feel that strong of connection to somebody where you're just as happy if they win a million dollars as if you win a million dollars personally you can't fault that but from a gameplay standpoint we can acknowledge that it's bad gameplay liana's probably not going to win because she's not going to make a move on for her own resume so i just think it's like if you're watching it at home you are going to be like yeah that's bad gameplay at the same time if you know this is each person's own personal journey where whatever is going to give them the most fulfilling outcome you have to respect it but it doesn't mean it's good gameplay yeah no i again i empathize with liana because honestly like (laughs) believe it or not breaking news i didn't go out to survivor thinking i was going to win a million dollars um and I didn't like I I, no, I, fair. I, you I one in 18 shots. I, I honestly tough. like, you know, did I think I was going to make the merge? Did I think <laughs> I was going to be making a baking? Yes. Uh, but I empathize <laughs> with Liana in that sense of like, I'm a I'm a lover. I'm a giver. Like I like if I make a bond with somebody for me. It's like the bond that we create. Um it lasts, it, 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 it just completely lasts longer and I am willing to do that. And so, which is why, although am I saying as a strategic player is the move that she made, not the best. Absolutely. However, me as a player, empathize out, with it. I empathize with her and me as a yeah. player out there, I yearned. I like when I tell you, I yearned out there on the Salona beach, for that moment that, you know, Liana and Shan had as two black mm-hmm. women empathizing over their mother being black women. Like we don't see that imagery. Like, you know, we don't, you know, a lot of times on these reality shows is black women against black women. Like, you know, and for Liana, Liana to stand up for Shan, for me, that's like, I thought like, again, I'm taking my player aspect out of it. Like I rep that and respect that. Um, but at the same time, me, drinking and watching it i'm like sis what is you doing but i get it like i i so get it i uh, i honestly like i just get it the question does come to my mind though where if i'm liana you could have this deep love for shan and still take out ricard and then shan is even more attached to you now obviously that's kind of betraying her in a sense but I think it does boil down to just like the way you look at the game. Cause like you said, like you said, Bryce, when you get loyal, when you're loyal to someone, you're loyal. You would do whatever for them. For me, it's like, Hey, there's eight days left in the game. I can feel so strongly about someone, but still be like, all right, like you have to go, you have to go. I'll see you in eight days and we can be friends for life. You know what I'm saying? So it just kind of boils down to how you look at the game. For me though, it's not that simple. Sorry to cut you off window because it's like, for me, if I'm in that position and you do me wrong, we're done. And I feel well, like I'm not saying it, I'm not saying there's a right or a wrong. It's just I how mean, everyone looks at it. But I also just take this back to when we were in South Africa 
And oh, you know, that, do you do you that's remember? That's what I was thinking about. Man, I, like again, listen, y'all. Y'all know, spicy spicy is real. So we're in South Africa raising money for the Nilady Christian Academy, and there was a point where guess what? I didn't make the merge. Jack made the merge. Wendell made the merge. Wendell didn't make the merge. No, Wendell made the merge. Don't and there was a point where we was doing the dark throwing contest. And I just noticed <laughs> that like, you know, we're out in South Africa. We, you know, listen, we out there with the lions, the tigers, we sleep under the stars. And at this point for me, it's like redemption. Like I'm not like, mm-hmm. you know, like I want to show these people that I can play. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said before, uh, people get window ties. Uh, like they meet window and they're just like, oh my God, what can I do? Let me smell your underarms. I love you. <laughs> and for me, that pisses me off. Like in the sense of like, we here to play. And so Wendell was like calling the shots and clearly. Oh, this was pre-merge though, right? No, this is, this is Jack. This is when like we went to you but, and you were the but, referee. When, yeah, this was pre-merge when, when it was, we were doing the dartboard contest. This was the last uh, challenge before the merge. Our tribe threw the challenge to no, get out. Right, eight. right. No, say that again. Say, but no, 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 no. Don't say that. Yeah. Our tribe threw the challenge. Who yeah, threw the challenge? Like Wendell and his squad. Oh, thank you. Because and it that, was pre-merge. Because it was tribe versus. Okay. This was the last, and then and then we lost. And then Wendell got idled out. But no, they but, were they were Wendell ties. They were Wendell ties. And here was my thing. Like I knew that Wendell was like throwing the challenge. And again, like I just said, like. For me, what are you doing? This put like, you know, and mind you, like, (laughs) obviously Wendell knew me enough to know that, like, I don't have to pay Bryce no mind, but I was over it. And Jack was literally like, I mean, it's like, you want me to like, go talk to Wendell? Like I will, but like, (laughs) you know, uh, like I talked to Wendell Bryce and he said like, you know, like, I'm like, no, F Wendell. So I, I just, even for charity, I just say that like, yeah. Again, I'm always going to choose loyalty. And again, maybe that's why I'm a third boot. Mm. But, but you, also, like, you're also saying you got to compete, is what you're saying, too. But, right. You have to compete. Yeah. Also, let me just give Wendell a chance to rebuttal to this because I'm still a little spicy about it. I don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, this was, uh, oh, this was after Winners at War, right? Yeah. What was it before? After. I yeah. might have been after, but before it aired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was still feeling good. Oh. Yeah. And the window tizing was Wait. real. Yeah. And then it aired. Uh, so so <laughs> anyways. We had so we had this this group at the sanctuary doing their thing, talking with one another. We mm-hmm. had this group back at, at camp plotting against Ricard and sharing that info with each other. Then finally everyone gets back to the island and Liana then goes and tells Shan and Shan says she doesn't, you know, again, she doesn't trust Deshaun. They begin crying together. Liana tells her that they spoke of a final three with Liana, Deshaun and Danny. Mm-hmm. And the, the whole time Shan's like, oh, so they're thinking about blindsiding me. Um, and Liana's like, no, they want Ricard out tonight. And she, um. And so let me ask you this question. <clears throat> is that Shan's ego in that sense? Saying saying they want me? No. I, I, like, 
they they're going to blind. So again, for me, somebody that has never made the merge, um, I'm thinking if you go on a blind side, why is that funny, Jay? Because <laughs> you, you mentioned it a lot. Uh, <laughs> Someone who's also never made the merge, okay, or top four in the circle. <laughs> yeah, but no, but you're what not I, wrong. <laughs> no, so let's hear this question. I think I know where you're going. But what I'm saying though is like they're going to blindside you, but blindside you by not voting you out. No, I think Shan was still, originally assuming that they're going to blindside her. So I think that they. So Leona told them the plan. That Leon, was, but Leona introduced it as if it might be going for Shan and then like clarified. But I still think if you're Shan, it's like, oh, you want to blindside my closest ally? Like, right. you're, you're, you're blindsiding me, not directly, but like strategically. Well, the, the uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. If someone blindsides your right hand, then that's a blindside to you. That happened with us and Morgan in on Ghost Island. But originally, Liana said they were talking about a final three with me, Danny, and Deshaun. Oh. And that's so- why... She- so yes. no, but here's the thing though. Like also, where I feel like my little sis with love, Liana messed up is that girl. If you know you close with Shan, go with like again, go with them with Ricard, and like you still have this undercover. Like you could play, you could play double agent. That's a great point because she made the same mistake at the merge where she gets too committed to one side and then throws all her cards out the window. Like have this information knowledge is power sit there let the challenge unfold too right because you never know how the challenge is going to shake out for example ricard wins Mm. now you might be able to do something else with that information and to put the target on someone else but instead she goes straight to shannon and and, you know puts all her cards on the table and then she loses all the power and she kind of inevitably loses danny and deshaun's loyalty because even though they get mad at shannon for telling ricard that he was gonna that they were gonna blindside him you know, indirectly, Shan only found out because of Liana. So Danny and Deshaun know Liana is not like fully on their side. True. <clears throat> What's the question? Who's Liana's number one? I mean, it's Shan. Shan. Okay. So for you and and if you guys want to explore this relationship that that we don't know, this relationship of two black women on Survivor, making it pretty past the merge together after they went on a um, they went to the summit on that that mm-hmm. uh, island together. They bonded and they cried together and they shared these things together. And she is for certain her number one. I think it would be a little um, I think I don't know. I can completely understand Liana saying, yo, they're trying to get your dog out of here. No, right. I, but that's where yeah, go ahead. that I'm just saying that's where I wish Liana instead of like and again, I say this with love and respectfully, like, but I, I know what it's like to be a little brother to a big brother. Um, and like, you don't ever really want to like take the steering wheel, but I wish Leanna would have went to Shan with a plan instead of just like uh, allowing Shan to like, because like you telling Shan this, you t- like, I'm going to go crazy. So I wish Liana would have went to her and be like, this yeah. is what they're doing. But listen, this is what we're going to do. And that might have been able to kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but again, like she's in little sis mode. And so it's just like, I want to tell you the information and like, let's like follow suit. And again, I empathize yeah. with Liana because like, that's exactly what I would have done. Well, that's just like we were saying earlier too, where Liana's personal, like strong relationship with Shan is totally understandable. So the way that she 
kind of gives Le- or gives Shan her, her like or not gives like the way she kind of follows Shan and, and, and is extremely like unquestionably loyal to Shan. It's understandable because they have such a strong bond. But from a gameplay perspective, I think what Bryce and I are saying is that she this isn't the best move for her to just give Shan the information and call it a day. She could keep this information and use it, you know, however she wants. She could also be loyal to Shan for the most part, but maybe on the side, she, she plays it. She, she plays along with Danny and Deshaun's plan until she thinks of what she wants to do. So, I mean, she's obviously kind of un, unwaveringly loyal to Shan, which given their relationship as, as two strong black women that they've had throughout this whole game since the summit, it makes sense why she's doing that. But if she wants to win a million dollars, then for like at the, at the bottom line, I don't think Shan should even be your number one. Cause you're not going to beat Shan. You have to you have to make some other moves. But at that point, it's not even about that. It's about us getting to the end together. And that's what we want to do. But again, my question to you, Wendell, is. It's from what we know, it's not the the camp out still remains intact. If they go for Ricard, right, right. Which yeah. we as viewers, that's the only thing that we see. So do you feel like if you were in Shan's position and I'm Liana and I'm telling you this tea? And like, what would be your plan of action? Hmm. Because like, honestly, it's like, I do feel like, and again, guess what, Jack? I make the merge or anything. But what I am saying is that what I do know in life is that there it's give and take. And although like you might like it, like things might not go a thousand percent the way that you want them to go. But also, you live to see another D. Yeah, Remember the not. three Ds. <laughs> you live to what, Bryce? Say that again. Actually, don't say it again. If 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 you're if I'm Shan, see, we we we've we've gotten to know or whatever this edit is of Shan, and if she gets certain information, you know where her head is going to go. And Mm. she is a leader. She wants to lead. She wants to tell people the plan. She's that kind of a person. And so if you're Liana giving her something, I don't see Shan pulling a Ricard later in the episode and saying, oh, I need to process this. But also devil's advocate and no shade to Shan, but like, can you like... Can you can you lead without like being able to to listen? And that, that's what I'm saying. And again, and this is somebody this is coming from somebody that doesn't normally lead that normally like. And it, also in the same breath, I think that we at times minimize the strength tenacity and power of somebody that says, you know what? I'm going to let somebody lead and support. I think that we like, we forget about like all of the things that like people like that, like what, like we're really the pillars of everything. Like you can't lead unless you got people that's going to like follow you and support you. And I also think that that is a skill that I don't think it's highlighted enough. Just and I think it's me. necessary in the game of survivor too, to be able to take that back seat sometimes. hundred percent, Jack, hundred percent in Shan's case. She had to play survivor from jump on this, in this game. She got out there playing in the trenches. That's a good point. And she had to play on level 10 through the merge. And she doesn't dial that back. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't have that, that 
I can sit back mode. I don't think. But man, oh man, it is very important to hand over the keys sometimes so you're not that so, right. that visible person calling all right. the shots. It's so yeah. important. Also, another question to you guys. Earlier in the game or earlier in the season, we said that Shannon Ricard, because they have had to go to tribal so many times, that they were going to be more equipped. Mm. But now are we seeing that like maybe it's like sometimes like you do have to like let the Tesla drive the car. Well, yeah, I think they are. So it's a balance, right? So Ricard and Shan had such a great pre-merge. They, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make an Is analogy. They? It's like, it's like, yeah, Ricard and Shan dominated their tribe on the on the pre-merge. So they've, like you said, they're equipped. They got this tool belt, and they're equipped with, you know, they got a chainsaw over here. They got. They got the the crossbow over here. They got all these all these uh, useful items to their disposal, but you like they have more they have more weapons than anybody because they've had this whole pre merge where they're playing the game at a hundred. But you can't show up to the merge and pull out all your weapons and be like, all right, let's keep playing. Sometimes you gotta take out the the bow and olive arrow, branch. and yeah, sometimes you gotta take out the olive branch, the bow and arrow, that out there, take out the bow and arrow. Say Tiffany, pew take her out and then sometimes you just got to tuck them all away and, and just hide your tool belt yeah. and then no one's going to know like that you're but but i think shan got into the habit of all right like what what am i using next like what's the next move and, and like i said the last couple of weeks it, it got her in trouble right can i also just highlight something that again when i was at Wendell house eating pizza and shout out to the charcuterie board charcuterie Sorry, that I love charcuterie. Wendell May. Now, mind you, I don't like to give Wendell his props, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Wendell was like, hey, come over for Survivor on Wednesday. I was like, well, I'm supposed to go to my mom's house. He's like, well, let's just come over before you go. <laughs> so I go over and, you know, we up in Wendell's house. Shout out to Angie. Shout out to dad. Um, and, you know, when Wendell's hype about something, Jack, he's like, you know, he doesn't like to show it, but he's like, you know, so we're all upstairs. He's buzzing a little bit. Like, right. Yeah. So we're all upstairs, right? We're all having a good time. And he's like, hey, guys, it's food downstairs. <laughs> Nobody be like, yeah, right. Because right. he knows. Because, like, right. So we all just chilling. And he's like, and so he says that. He's like, hey, I ordered 100 wings. Oh. So we're like, okay. And then so, like, again, we're upstairs in Wendell's new kitchen enjoying it. And then he's just like, hey, like, guys, why don't we just go downstairs? <laughs> Like it's like okay, let's and, and then this way he says to me, he's like, "Hey Bryce, you want to make a drink?" No, okay, bitch, that's gonna get me. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I was so gonna I, say if I was at this party, I would have been, I would have ran down, ate all the wings, poured some drinks up. But I got you when we're in New York, Wendell. I got you. Right. It's just also just to see how like not so, like and again like me thinking yeah. about this story like how like literally like he was like, "Hey guys, go downstairs, it's food," and we're like, "Okay." It's wings. <laughs> I ordered a hundred <laughs> buffalo. They're still hot, and we're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> but then he hit the nail on the head. He was like, "Hey, Bryce, you want to make a drink, bitch? Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't even know what the point of the story was that I was about to say because now it's charcuterie got- board. But why was I saying the charcuterie board? Because you were trying to make fun of me that I had to, I, that I sneakily put that board down there and y'all had to, you know what I'm saying? No, but it. there was something to me. But anyway. Was it something about Shan's game, like Shan's gameplay? Charcuterie I don't know. Charcuterie board, charcuterie Shan. 
He did make a bomb charcuterie, but just want to say that. It had dragon fruit, papaya, and pears. Now, mind you, I'm downstairs, not papaya, <laughs> keep, pears. Keep Ricardo away from that. <laughs> <laughs> also, another little random story to random story. So, mind you, I'm just got my pizza, I got my wings, and I got my drink. We all just chilling. Wendell's like, hey, Bryce, you should try the pear. Yeah. I spent $2 a pear. Okay. Like, they're from like Japan. Now, mind you, the pear was good, but like, bitch, let me eat my hot, like hot wings and pears don't go good. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. Sorry. I was just telling y'all. Okay. I got why. I was, sorry. It's the shot from John. Sorry. Uh, so what I was saying was that I was watching the game at Wendell's home and there's a the thousand game. screen. The game versus loyalty. The show. The show. Uh, yeah. What game were you watching? The Sixers? So anyway, I mean, yeah. What I was saying was, after I went down, had a drink, had a food, had a pair. One thing that I don't know if I would have noticed while I was at home, but before even Shan went home, for me, what I thought was interesting was like Danny, and I, I, I just there was like a lot of content. So I feel like if Shan is the the actual like and we're saying Shannon Ricard and Ricard makes all the power plays this episode for me was interesting in the sense that like everything Danny said seemed to be everything that Deshaun executed and there was a point in time that really stood out for me uh, when Erica when there was dissension and they were like like who, who should we vote for who should we talk to and Danny just said you right but I don't want to get into that but I'm with you. And for me, that was like, oh. That 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 made you feel some type of way, right? Like, no, that because for me, if that were you coming to me like Bryce, I heard you and Jack ain't around, I'd be like, yes, because Jack, 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 Jack. But like for Danny to like have the whereabouts <clears throat> to not disparage anybody, like I, I just took, I just said, oh. <clears throat> yeah. I actually wanted to to chime in at some point this episode and give Danny a lot of props because I think he's quietly playing a really, really good game. Maybe too quietly, but he's the last person in the game right now with no votes against him. He's his name has never been brought up. He's uh he's a an athlete. athlete. Yeah, he's an athletic threat, like a comp threat. Maybe not in this day and age where the challenges are kind of like, oh, you got to balance on so-and-so, but no one's ever been like, oh, Danny's such a threat. I think he's intentionally kind of underplayed it. I think maybe the one, the one issue is that like he's seen as Deshaun's right-hand man. I think he's very loyal to Deshaun, but that duo has really kind of been doing everything kind of harmoniously, albeit maybe Danny's a little quieter, and that's why Deshaun's getting some of the credit. But I really do think for a while, I was like, okay, Danny's kind of just there, but he, he's got he's sharp. Like, he's always kind of in the know. And he carries weight. Like, in the yeah. sense of, like, what he says sort of goes. And also, I say to that, like, he is definitely the Ricard to the Shan. And we see how the Ricard to the Shan went. And, again, even when Erica was saying that to him, uh, like, 
what happened? I heard what's the tea? Spill the tea. And he was like, I ain't even trying to get in that. For me, it's like you jewelry managing. You're not even like, you know, say Erica goes to the jewelry. She can't even like like I don't know. If that was just really profound for me that I was just like, wow, that is like very interesting. And even when Danny, uh, when the other people were having pizza and Danny and Deshaun went to the beach, it was Danny that was like, Ricard gotta go. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow. But again, I feel like uh, Deshaun is the more animated, more like, you know, outgoing. And so that that for me was like very interesting. They're a really solid duo, though. Like, I I think they deserve props. Deshaun deserves a lot of props. And they have never those two have never wavered on each other. And they've been really crushing it from the start. But have they had an opportunity to, though? I mean, you always have an opportunity. I mean, but like, not really, though. Winning a lot early. Yeah, and then but, and then they linked I mean, up with the the camp that, out. The camp out. We've always talked about like you know Deshaun and Shan turning on each other, Ricard and Shan turning on each other. You know, weeks ago, do, do you guys actually think Danny and Deshaun might turn on each other? I don't I, think so. For, well, I see them going to the end together. If, if yeah, I see them wanting to go to the end together. Exactly, uh, exactly. They're firing all cylinders. I what do you know. say, Bryce? You I, can see me, them turning on each other. I, yeah. After this display of Deshaun, absolutely. I, 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 Deshaun is playing an individual game. And at this point, if Danny were not to be in a line with him, if Danny were to like, absolutely, I would see Deshaun pulling the trigger. Question. So, mm-hmm. so what you're or, saying, you would, you would see Deshaun pulling the trigger on Danny, or would you see Danny pulling the trigger on Deshaun? So here's the thing. Honestly, as a viewer, I have not seen enough of Danny yet. However, the things that I have seen of him are quiet, make loyal, loyal, and and your word carries weight. So, like I could as fast as fast as he switched from Ricard to Shan um, to like then saying Xander, like you know, he's very aware. So I, I I would not put it past him. And at this point, since Shan is gone. Is the camp out still the camp out? Probably but he and Dan, he and he and Deshaun have just operated in such like unison so far. I mean, and and I, I if I could see Deshaun turning on him if he felt like he needed to, but I think Deshaun probably beats Danny, and I don't think Danny cares that much. But, uh, wait a minute, wait a but, minute. As a matter of fact, we we could we could explore that because. <laughs> If Danny and Deshaun are sitting at the end and mm-hmm. with with somebody, let's say they're the, the ones that, that people are, are thinking about. Right. And mm-hmm. you have a Shan on the jury who despises Deshaun. Do, does she, you think she but, got up and said, Deshaun, you're a snake. Oh, oh, so I. All right. Well, let's let's speed up. Let's let's get through something. Well, also, right my on. last question before we speed up is, though, yeah. like. Who between Danny, if we're on the beach together, who between Danny or Deshaun right now is the bigger kingpin? Deshaun. Right. I think. Yeah. But But I don't think that's why I don't think Danny turns on Deshaun because Danny's super loyal. And Deshaun might not be as loyal, but he doesn't need to turn on Danny, in my opinion. But but we can talk about what Wendell's getting into. We can talk about what Wendell might say, but what if Zaddy Zan wins the next immunity and come to Deshaun with Erica? And Heather saying, let's, I think get they go for let's get out. Like, what? Yeah, Dan, Danny's chilling. Danny's chilling. But Ricard, I think it would be the opposite Dan, almost. They go for Deshaun. I don't think so. I think, oh, no, that's I, what I'm, but that's, I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, 
they go to Danny and saying like Deshaun's it. What can Danny do? Danny could just want like ah. well, that, I mean, then at that point he's just he's just kind of like joining a lost call, like a, a something. But that is it still a lost cause? Because he still has a relationship with Xander. He still has a relationship with Liana. Like I feel like at this point, like I said, the campout is done. But you're and- saying if if those people came to him and said, "Let's get out Deshaun," we're all voting Deshaun. Danny has no choice, and right. if Danny does have a choice. But if he has no choice, I don't think that's stabbing Deshaun in the back. And if he does have a choice, I don't think he does it. I, I think what I, I don't know. Should we get into this now? Or should we? I, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves All because right. we have the immunity challenge. We could get through that really quick. Ricard wins yeah. the immunity Shout challenge. Shout out to Ricard again. Saves okay. his, saves oh, his Xander life. Xander almost won it. Xander almost won, and the, Ricard is now what? How many challenges has he won? Three. Three. And two I in the dare, same episode. Two in the same episode. And I, I didn't I didn't do my research enough, but I don't know if there's ever been an LGBTQ plus member that has ever won three uh individual immunity challenges before. Uh it could be because I know there's been time. I, I don't know, but kudos to Ricard. And again, I just can't echo again what I say for any one of the LGBTQ plus community to see somebody like that killing it on this game with professional athletes, with med students, like, you know, living your truth, be yourself and shine that I just have to echo that because I just love seeing Ricard. Big respect to Ricard. He's killing it. He's, he's killing it. He's going to inspire many people to play this game. So he wins. And now this idea of Danny and Deshaun's to get Ricard out has to take a back seat. Um, mm. We get a Shan confessional back at camp. I want to keep things cool with Deshaun, so we should go for Erica. She tells Deshaun, Ricard, Danny, Liana to put all votes on Erica, not to tell Xander anything, so he has to play his idol. Sounds like a good plan if people were desiring to work with you, Shan. But I thought it was a good plan. plan. I thought yeah. it was a good plan. And yeah. don't tell Xander anything. Nobody tell him anything. He'll he'll play his yeah. idol. Especially now that you know that Danny and Deshaun don't have the option to go for Ricard and you feel pretty good that they're not going to go for you. Like it makes sense. Go for Erica. I don't, I think Xander and Shan and her Alliance are so smart that I feel like by telling Xander nothing, it almost kind of has the opposite effect. Right. Where it's like, okay, if they actually wanted to get me out, they would give me some sort of plan to make me feel okay. If they're not telling me anything like, you know, then it's it's they seem not to care about you. I mean, if I'm in no, Xander's shoes, no, I'll, I disagree. You disagree? I, I think if they're like, we're not going to say anything to him. Period. Mm. So now this man on his own has to decide: Are we voting for him? Should should he play his like? I, yeah, I almost think I almost I, think not saying anything. In general, I get that, but it's like if I want to get Xander out. And I don't want him to play his idol. I want to give him a plan so that he doesn't play his idol so that he feels okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? Like if, I mean, obviously being told nothing, you're going to get worried and there's a good chance he played the idol. But for me, if I wanted to blindside someone who has an idol, then I would be like, all right, like I would, I would try to convince them really, really genuinely be like, all right, this is the plan. Like you're good to go. Like let's, let's make this move. But, but I, I also wonder about like Xander's know-with-all. Did I use that word right? Wherewithal? <laughs> you should have let him say it again, Jack. Is that what you're saying though? Yes. What was but the word? Right, know-with-all. Right? Yeah, but know-with-all. doesn't that make sense though? 
Well, I don't know what no with all these. What are you trying to say? Right. Given, I'm going to just use it. Given Xander's n- no with all, like <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we can't understand the question. Okay. Well, let me finish Let's it hear in context. Right. Given Xander's no with all, given Xander's no with all of the game and how strategic he is, knowledge. N- <laughs> It's no of all. Sorry. sorry. This Give is it. Survivor Know It Alls with, with Stephen Fishback. <laughs> this is the Survivor Steve Know Nothing. <laughs> this is the Survivor Know of All. Okay. <laughs> But no, what I'm saying is that like we've seen Xander, uh, and mm. he's pretty like he knows what's going on. And so I feel like it, he probably knows that it probably was between Ricard or Shan. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like there was at no point, I feel like Xander has been getting the same edit every week where it's like he's going to be the GOAT or he's going to be the target and it's not really him. And we've seen time and time again that Zaddy has not budged on playing his idol. So for me, he got to drop somewhere. Also, another thing that I just wanted to bring up real quick was that um, when Shan went to Ricard to tell him that they're voting you out and Ricard's a response for me was a lot. Like, I'm just taking it in. I'm surprised that you would tell me. If I were Shannon in that moment, I would be like, what's plan B? Like, I like at that point in time, like I would have reverted to Ricard is like against me and I need to do what I need to do. And for me, uh, I almost would have felt like I need to play my idol tonight. Would you agree? Like, or do you, or you, do, you don't think but they, they told him that before the challenge before the where challenge. he had that plan to even take her out. But yeah. And uh, for me, I, again, I just, even as we were watching it um, and I even said this to window, I was like, Oh my God, Ricard wins. He's going to use that information against Shan. Um, I like, it just was like, yeah, he not with you, sis. Yeah. And I think, I think in this episode, like you said earlier, something about Shan's putting her guard down. I think, I think Shan's a, a genuine person. And I think in this episode, we saw a lot of moments of her with tears in her eyes, giving information and to her, to who she believed were people very close with her in the game. Yeah. And at this moment, she is teary eyed telling Ricard, Hey, they're voting for you, but this is a plan. It's going to be me, Liana, Xander, we're going to vote out to Sean or however she decided to pivot it. She was genuinely coming to her right hand and the way he processed it, like you said. And again, um, for me, go ahead, Jay, because I shut up. I did think his like the way he processed it was weird. And if I was in Shan's shoes, I don't know how I'd react. But part of what it gave me was he was like, he was like, I'm surprised you told me. And I'm honestly like, so thrilled that you told me and it's like making me emotional. So I need to process this for a second. I didn't he said, he, he, he said, I'm, I'm surprised you would tell me. Yeah. He knew they were so close. No, he knew that they like, in it, it wasn't game, the best way to process. No, it, it, I just feel like in Ricard's game, 
like he has said before in us, we're not taking each other to the end. So honestly, his reaction is like, I'm surprised that you would give me this thesis because ultimately I'm going like, I'm going to like, I'm going to end your game with this. It's kind of how I got, like, that's how I read. And again, I, if I'm Shan and I'm that so emotional and I'm like being vulnerable to you and I'm coming to protect you and you give me that for like, and it, maybe it's like my lived experience, but like I, would be like I can't trust you, like, I, like, yeah. I, like, yeah. And I just saw about how you perceive the way he reacts, right. I guess, which was shaky. Like, right. I and think I'm, some people might perceive it like, oh, we're good. Some people might perceive it like you wouldn't be like, damn, this is suspicious. Like, right. So, if you you were saying, Bryce, no, I was just saying. But okay. again, I, I'm just saying, like, you know, in if you're emotional and you like feel like you are, I, I don't know, maybe like you wouldn't see it. But I just, uh, I, I wish that. Spicy Brycey would have could have transferred into her because like mm. so the way what what I gathered was I almost appreciated how it's like you could see his mind working you he she's telling him this there was a point he almost had a, a like a like a nervous smile or something when he's like no I'm just processing it and he also said who's all gunning against me. So he's he's collecting this information. That's kind of how I took it. He's like, all right, I'm gathering this. I'm getting the facts. I'm about to figure something out. But they like in my head. All right, cool. Now I got to go. I'm not going to act. I'm not going to react some kind of way right now. I'm going to take this information and get on my job. And we've seen people take information and go crazy before and do other things. Mm-hmm. And his his. His way, and we've seen it this whole he's a calculating dude. Right. And so I guess he took it as they are very close with her, close enough to share information with her that she's gonna get me out. That means I'm disposable to her. I am I but I, I don't I don't agree with that. Like if you're disposable to me, then I'm not bringing you this tea. Okay, maybe not. I'm disposable. Uh, I, I don't. I think I mean, he just had me a lot of thoughts. Like, I think that is part of what he's thinking. But I think part of what he's thinking is, if I don't win this challenge, what's my plan? But, and it's going to involve Shan being on my side because protecting he, he you. He's not. Yeah, if he doesn't, if he doesn't win the challenge, then he's going to work with Shan. But I, and again. I, for me, that's somebody that's loyal, and I feel like that I have experienced people not be loyal to me before a lot. Uh, I just, I go to a maybe a not so negative place, and I'm just like, but she's giving you the drop, sis. Like, she's like, she's like, like, I'm telling you this. I, and again, but. Oh, yeah, also, I think Shan was being 100% no, I, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just say that to say that it, it's game versus loyalty. And again, in this moment, um, Ricard trolls the game. And I ain't mad. But I, not in this. I don't think in this moment. He in this moment. And, and because, this, because this was still before the challenge. So like, let that, me ask that. you this. If Dom came to you and said, and, and I don't know who would be Dom, but like if Dom, if I guess, I don't know. But if Dom came to you and said like, Angela is targeting. Or I don't know if you were cool with Angela, but she was like in your alliance, right? If, but yeah. I, th- this is what I'm saying. Why, maybe why he had to process so much is that he was maybe weighing that. Like, I think that's what I'm saying. He wins the challenge. Then he has, I think winning challenges 
less like I think immunity is great, but I think the bigger benefit of immunity is the fact that you could kind of do whatever you want. So Ricard wins the challenge. Now he can actually kind of realize the potential of taking out Shan without being worried about himself. Whereas if he doesn't win the challenge, Shan's given him this information that people's targeting. I think his assessment then is like, Oh, Shan's still loyal to me. I could go with her. We could formulate a plan to take out a Deshaun or something and keep myself safe. So I think he's just kind of digesting all the information that he's getting at this time. And I don't think he's turned on Shan at this point though. Okay. Regardless, regardless, we weren't there, and there are many interpretations of yeah. how uh, Ricard received could have received this information. But yeah. we know that after ha- this conversation, he goes and wins that immunity. Shout Shan out to comes baby back boy. To, shout out to baby boy. Shan comes back with her plan on how to pivot this onto Deshaun. But no, people are ready to take aim at Shan when this information gets to Erica. Erica's scared that if Shan pulls an idol, then it, things might fall on her. So Erica says, let's split the vote on Shan and Liana. Can we also talk about everyone, again, us in the beginning, we're like, why does Danny and Deshaun keep going for Erica? Um, and I think that in the last two episodes, Erica has demonstrated, sis, if I could have had a little bit of Erica on Kagiyan. She has like, she works the numbers. She thinks of the opportunities. Like, I just have to give a kudos to my purple hair, sis Erica, because it's like, I see you, sis. Yeah, she's, she's a strong player. I actually started watching back the season yesterday with my dad and shout out Ben. Knowing what we know now in the season, you can kind of see more and more that, that foreshadowing or those subtle plays that players are making that, that set up this long game. And they, they tried to throw a challenge to get Erica out because I think they recognized that she's quiet, but she's very deadly. She's very smart. I think her getting that split vote lined up is an extremely underrated move this episode because it really benefits everybody but her, right? If you're a Deshaun or a Danny, why in the world would you want Liana to go over Erica if an idol is played? But she's able to convince them that, hey, let's split the vote because now Shan plays an idol, Liana goes home. And I don't think that works for Danny or Deshaun more than it does for Erica to go home, especially given the fact that they were targeting her, trying to throw a challenge to get her out a couple of days ago or a week ago in the season. So, I, yeah, like you said, props to her. She's a really smart player. And I think she's gaining a lot of steam and traction in the season where she could actually have a chance to take it home, especially considering the fact that Heather is her number one. They seem to have kind of a, a devotion to each other. So if Erica, that, that's not only a vote in Erica's favor going forward, but it's someone she could beat in the end. And I feel like Heather, Heather, Erica and Xander have kind of sort of been at the, like, you know what I mean? That's a threesome that we haven't really like explored. It's kind of, yeah, it's the underdogs that are kind of just stuck together out of necessity. I mean, it's yeah. a threesome. I like, <laughs> you like Heather like that? I was talking about Zeddy Zan, but um, uh, I got a question for you guys. Amongst, I mean, amidst this this uh, planning to get Shan out, we have Danny, we have Deshaun. They are feeling some type of way that Shan broke their trust. That Shan was some. Yeah, kind I thought of that a, was weird. It was some weird. kind of snitch, right? So, riddle me this. If you are plotting to get her right hand out and yeah. keeping her out of this boat and keeping her out of this plan and she get, gets wind of that from who Liana. Is, who, who is the who's 
who's the shade? Are y'all y'all were shady at first, right? Did y'all yeah, start no. this shadiness? I thought it was super weird, but I think it was kind of Deshaun and maybe a little bit of Danny just giving themselves an excuse to make the move. Yeah, I don't, especially because Liana's the one who betrayed your trust because she told her the plan. Um, now maybe that is why they were down to split the vote on Liana because uh. they felt betrayed. But yeah, Shan heard news from someone else that someone else was plotting against her, against her closest ally. She tells her closest ally, and now she's in the wrong. Doesn't make any sense to me. But I do, like I said, I think it's just them kind of justifying making a big move. Whether it's right or wrong, it's kind of needed to happen in their minds, I feel like. I'm going to just be quiet. Yeah, they said, one of them said, she snitched on me, so she broke the code. Mm-hmm. I'm like she ain't snitch on y'all. She got right. rid of it, and y'all was breaking the code because like y'all wanted to break her down. So like again, but I I understand both sides. I get it. Uh, and listen, if you come for me, listen. If you come for me, I'm gonna come for you. I but I also just feel like I don't know. And sometimes you just literally you need to justify it some way in your head. All right, she snitched on us. Whatever, whatever the case may be, they were targeting her. And this is when I want to circle back a little bit more to kind of uh, show Danny some love, show, Dan- um, show Danny some respect. Cause he does a lot of times he stays really composed and he has that composed voice at all times. Oh, mm-hmm. And what's the composed voice? Hold on. Let me sit up for this I, one. I was talking to Jack. Yeah. Jack, oh. let's hear it. Hello. I'm Danny. <laughs> um, I believe okay. that Shan Gave away some information that was meant to be kept between us, and therefore we are allowed to talk. Okay. I'm sorry, yeah, we had to show time at the Apollo. Who? Wendell, where? Tee him up. All right, Wendell, give so, us a. I, oh, he's out. <laughs> Jack is out of here. Jack has left the building. Oh, so, I would never leave. I say that to say that when when they are bringing in Erica. And uh, I think in Heather, or w- when they're saying it to Erica er- or, or Erica saying, oh, Erica is saying to them, like to Danny, would you, would you do that? And this is when what we talked about early earlier, he said, she pissed me off today. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, how? Erica was like, what's the tea? Break it down. He says, I don't want to blow up the game, but I would vote for her. Just like yeah. that. Yeah, smart. And for me, that's like the Noah fall. <laughs> when to blow up the game and when not to blow up the game. And I'm like, you know, and I and honestly, and you look at it for him to blow up the game right now, he could possibly lose this position. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was a very like, I would have never thought of that. Like, you know, like he could have given her a lot yeah. of ammo. Yeah. On it. A dirt on what's going on. He didn't blow it up. Mm-hmm. He said, and, I'm, I'm willing to go with you. And I think if I'm in Erica's shoes, that almost comes across as more honest, right? Because if he gives you this information about her, that's something that could come back. That's something that could circulate. If he's serious about this move, it is smart for him to be like, all right, I'm not going to give you that. I'm not going to blow shit up because that could go bad for me. That could go bad for you. But I'm with you. I want to vote her out because I am mad at her. I'm not going to tell you why because it's like personal business. So, yeah, like Bryce said at the the start, like you said, like, I think that was kind of a unique way to go about it, but worked really well. And then we get a confessional from Danny. Oh, Erica showing how smart she is. She needs to go. 
Was that a good one? That listen. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know. But basically, yeah. he he's saying he, he can vote Erica. He can vote Shan. But Erica is showing that brain. She needs to go because she just broke. She did the. She decided on that split, and yeah, we we all recognize and we're seeing how smart Erica is. Might be some foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, huh? For some, I I don't have the know it all. <laughs> so we get to tribal, and probes ask some questions about people on the bottom, what they can do, what their vote can mean. Um, and Wait, I, can I interject real quick? I was yeah. just thinking about something. So originally, right, the plan was to put six votes on Shan. Oh. No, it would have been to put six votes on Shan and Shan and Liana would have voted Erica, right? Was that the original plan before the split? Obviously, Erica's, Erica's plan worked out well where, where she splits it on the Liana. But theoretically, couldn't Xander, Heather, and Erica just do the split themselves without trying to make that move? I don't know if that's a, a risk. Because I think Erica did take on some risk by saying, hey, Danny... Hey, Deshaun, would you guys vote for Liana? Like, I think there's a risk in that because maybe they don't want to. If, if you don't want to have to worry about them voting for Liana, you could just say, like, to go to your allies, Heather, hey, Xander, like, let's just split it ourselves. Or is that not, is that, I don't know. I don't, I don't like, that I feel sounds, like that's a that sounds good. Right? Yeah, that sounds like it could have been doable. I just, I question what was the order? When, how, how did, Numbers fall for Shan at first, as far as them thinking. All right, all right. I'm yeah, gonna you, you'd have you, to make sure that the other ones were all voting for her in the first place. But yeah, because obviously, so you don't get Danny, and Danny votes for you, and Ricard and Deshaun vote for Shan. Well, now you just threw off the whole thing because it's going to be a tie between Erica and Shan, and or I guess it would be Erica and Liana in that case, and then Erica's going to go home on the revote. So it is, I, guess, I guess there's a risk either way, and Erica pulled it off the way she did it. So like. Not to yeah. not to critique it. I was just curious, like you know, is that possible? Is that something you would you, that could be smart? But going possible, to tribal, possible. Um, but in this in this scenario, I think they wanted to make sure they knew where each vote was going, so they kind of you know triangulated or, or figured everything out with with each other. And instead of just taking your three and going rogue, mm-hmm. I think it works out better down the line. Yeah. And obviously hindsight 2020 good move by Erica, how she did do it, but yeah, yeah going to tribal. Yeah. So we get, we get tribal. Tribal pros just talk to me about tribal. Like it's so for me, tribal was very telling. I feel like uh, Deshaun was basically like trying to sort of keep it cute, uh, but alluding to the fact that like, the tides might have turned a little bit. And for me, as much as I love Danny, I feel like he was a tad bit sloppy in the sense of like when he chimed in and was like, and the people that think the people with the people and everybody might not be with the people. And I was like, wait, wait, sir, what? Like, and I just, he offered that information up and he didn't need to. And so, again, was that maybe a Hail Mary to Shan, if it ever was a Hail Mary to Shan, to be like, if you think you comfortable, sis? Because, again, ultimately, they were trying to vote out Shan, and if they did not vote out Shan, they wanted to flush the idol out as well to, like, set it up. But, again, I wish 
Spicy Bricey could have lived in the future, could have been a time traveler to be like that fly that hit Tiffany when they was like, when Heather was like, send me an idol. And the fly, I wish that was me reincarnated because I would have flew up Shan Nose and it'd be like, play idol. <laughs> now that's in the future, Bryce. Future past tense, you know, that would have been uh, like, you know, in the past, but like, Again, I guess it really shows like uh, Shan's trust in Ricard and felt like she felt like she was comfortable because me listening to that, like I would have been like, oh, no, baby boy. I'm just. And again, also, Jack, I don't know if you know this, but, uh, you know, I make merch. But really, anytime I get an idol. I'm playing it the next day. Like for me, because like, I just like, I just want to get to the next day. Granted in South Africa, you had an idol and you, you held on to it. So. Yeah. But then you betrayed and you, me and then you tried to do hold that thing. You still played it. You still played it. Right. So, I mean, you did a good job with the idol. I mean, I did eliminate my, my closest ally. Cause I knew that he wouldn't take me to the end. Well, no, you accidentally eliminated me. No, I didn't accidentally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was protecting Rom- I was protecting Ramon. It's like no, but uh, but no. I just am like I just wish that Shan would yeah. play that idol. Like, it, yeah. uh, but uh, and and in this in this yeah, and we I would also love had to see a, the sorry. Go, the uh, we also had Ricard at one point saying something about he said something in the tribal alluding to like. Alliances working for moments or something. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. That's yeah, right. He was yeah. very, very clear to the Ricard. Like I ain't taking you to the end. And mm. yeah, I, I so. do think it, it, say Shan did play her idol and Leanna goes home. I think the fallout of that is even with with a Shan with no idol and who's now aware that everybody turned on her. I think the fallout of that would have been amazing to watch. Um, no, that would have like, made for. Very good play. However, uh, in this equation of game over loyalty, um, does it equal a million dollars? I do feel like as much as I love Ricard and I think that he is amazing to see, I feel like in this equation, he chose game. And ultimately, like, I don't know if the equation for him is going to equal a million dollars in the sense that, like, first of all, Danny and Deshaun you were already on their radar. Shan tipped you off. And not, he, like, he was supposed to be the vote. I just, in my opinion, I feel like you're still a target and this move proves it even more. So I, I don't, I, for me, I don't, as much as I want to see Ricard get to the end, I don't know if I see him get to the end at this point. But with the way the game stood, and I think, especially if you're considering it from Ricard's perspective, I think he knows that in that group of five that honestly, I think he's aware that the, there is some sort of camp out. So I think if he goes with the status quo and votes out an Erica, then I think he makes it to final five. And then I think he goes home a lot of the time. Cause if, if, if the alliances continue the way that they were looking and all of a sudden Erica goes home, the camp out has four out of the seven players remaining. Now it's going to be very hard for them to, to turn on each other before the end of the game. Maybe but it does happen, but what I'm just saying is that Shan in this episode demonstrated that she was willing to stretch over the camp out to protect you. So I feel like 
I just felt like that. I, I don't know. I just felt like you could have gotten it. Maybe I'm wrong. Who will have to see in the next three weeks, but I feel like you could have gotten, a, I feel like you're going to get further with loyalty than gameplay uh, in the sense that I feel like Danny Deshaun and even Erica, they, they know how lethal you are. You're, you're a challenge beast. Like you would have, if you don't win immunity, I feel like I, if I'm anybody, if I'm Heather, because that's more than likely who I would be out there, I'm going to want to take you out. I think the dilemma is like, if you see someone standing in your way, you, you, you're kind of naturally inclined to take them out and that might make it harder to play it for the rest of the game. And it might make you have to take matters into your own hands and become a target. But I feel like at least in my mindset, I'd rather take out someone out, someone out with a big move and have to play hard the rest of the game to try to win even if it like might damage my shot. Cause I think, I think say Ricard doesn't make this move and doesn't have a chance to take out Shan again. I think he's going to regret that That'd for a long his time. Biggest regret. So okay. he'd rather I take see, the move and, and try to play and see what happens. But I don't know. I don't think there's a right, like, I don't know. Say Erica goes home. I don't, I don't like distinctly know whether I think Ricard has a better chance to win if Erica goes home or if Shan goes home. But I think he's busting the game open and we'll see what happens. Oh. He's definitely smart enough to hopefully navigate. So I busting oh. it wide open. Oh. Wide open. But uh, yeah, I get it. I, I mean I, I I and that's the one thing that I love about the Purple Pants podcast Survivor News is that I might be passionate in my mind about something, but hearing you guys articulate your side, it makes me feel like a better survivor player. Like, where were you guys at at Kagiyan? So I I think when I think about that, I think. Uh, sorry to just jump right on your your. Uh, oh, jump so, right on my what? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but that was such an emotional moment for you, Bryce, and I just wanted to um, steal that away from you and say that on Ghost, on Ghost Island, we had scenarios where Dom and I could have went for each other. Mm-hmm. It would have. It would have really. Um, expose the player that stayed in the game. If Dom would have went for me, it would have been his path to the end would have been very hard. Likewise, if I would have went for him, my path would have been very hard. Similarly, if Laurel would have went for one of us, Mm. then her path would have been very hard because we had another alliance. We were doing that Navidi strong stuff on the side while targeting our targets. So we had this, this, um, this alliance with Laurel we had our Navidi alliance that we wanted to take out at some point, but Dom Laurel and myself knew that if we implode, if we go for each other, that path to the end becomes hard. Be so yeah. hard, if not impossible. That's, In this but, case, that's what ahead. I'm saying though. Well, I was going to say, but if you're, if you're Dom or Laurel, part of you is always going to wonder what happens if I do go for Wendell and not to say that they would have, even placed better or not, but you, you still have that, that, that sense of regret possibly. I, I can't speak for them, but I feel yeah. like that's present. You're absolutely right. But the, the dilemma is, do you snipe somebody right now and make your path a lot harder, which means sitting at the end might be a, a little easier, or do you make your path to the end a lot easier, but sitting at the end is a lot harder. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I'm making my path to the end easier. Okay, I, listen. Get me to the. Send me in the final three. All right. I, see, that's, I'm, I would do the opposite. I right, because you're game. Make a, Y'all two are game players. I'm loyalty. All right. All right. So, 
if we're moving <laughs> on, if we're moving on, we get the split vote and this tribal, we see a lot of, we start, well, we get the split vote. We see on Shan and Liana's faces like, man, they, they pulled something on us. We get some slow-mos, we get hero music yeah. and the viewers and everyone on the Island can, can tell, including Shan that, when they revote after tying it on Liana and Shan, everyone knows it's going to be Shan. Mm-hmm. Shan, you see it on her face like they got me. Um, you see her look at Ricard, reach out and touch him. And she says, it's OK. Um, you see her look back at Liana as they're reading her name. And she says, don't trust anybody. Mm. And then we get Shan. Being voted out. And she stands up, looks at Ricard, says, you have my vote for a million dollars. She looks at Deshaun and says, no, she doesn't even look at Deshaun. As she's turning, she says, Deshaun, you're a snake. And she walks away. And I've, I've heard some, some thoughts about those two, those two statements as she was walking away. It's like, is she putting a huge target on Ricard or is she just saying, man, like you got me, but you're, you're the, you're going to be the winner. You deserve it. And her saying to Sean, you're a snake. Is that like her being bitter or is it is like, that's a genuine, that's genuine. Yeah. But you know, it could be like I, reverse, you know, reverse psychology. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Cause like, yeah, like Shan is that combination of an emotional but also strategic player. So I could see her being mad at Ricard. Like it's hard. I, I like to think she was being genuine, which I think is bad because if you want Ricard to win, like you don't want to say, "Oh, I'm voting for you." But the same thing happened in uh, Edge of Extinction where Victoria was like, "Gavin, you got my vote to win," because she was pissed at Gavin and she didn't want him to win. So it's it's a weird kind of situation. As someone that has been voted out before, um, I, I can tell you that, like, I feel like those are raw emotions in 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 the time. Um, because when I when I got voted out, I didn't even remember nobody name. I just said Morgan do well, so I just listen. I got the classic. Okay, tell me who beats that. But no, honestly, like you're in your fields, like, and as you should be, it's a game. You went out there to play, and Shan was a player, um, and she was a, a magnificent player. And the one thing that I always say to people uh, like myself is that, like, I went out, I wanted to play this game. I wanted to be a part of it. And we all know that going out in the game, there is going to be a winner and someone that does not win in this game. Multiple people, multiple people that do not win. Um, And I think that, like, you know, when we reflect back on it, like we're just lucky to play a game that millions of people want to play. We're lucky to have this opportunity. And honestly, as a viewer, I feel like we're lucky to have a player like Shan um, because I feel like she played a great game. She was, you know, I, I thought she was going to take it. I, like, you know, there haven't been many strong lead black women that have played this game that not have only played strong, but have carried it, have narrated it, have made us feel a reaction to her. So like to that, I tip my head off to Queen Shannon. I hope that she continues to hold her head up high because in my opinion, she is a survivor icon. Yeah, I think Shannon deserves her flowers for sure. Like I was so convinced that Shannon was winning this season. So convinced. I was, I was so certain. I was so ready for 
a second black woman winner. I was so ready for it. I thought Shan was the perfect representation and would be a perfect winner. And I think because in my head, I was just so ready for this. Um, I think I was just convinced that she, she was going to win. And so in seeing this episode, it kind of like, it kind of like hit me. And we haven't, like you said, we haven't, we haven't seen or gotten this kind of an edit from a black woman in a while, as far as she carried, I, I thought she carried this, like, it's a great cast, but it was like the Shan show for a long time. Mm-hmm. And she's an incredible narrator. They continued go- to go to her editing wise. And so I just, it like, it hit me when, when it was going to be her night. And I think I was even live tweeting like, man, is this the night that Shannon Ricard go after each other? where that Ricard stabs her in the back. And so I just want to just give mad love and respect to her game. And the editing style of this episode and how they edited her, edited her out of the show. It was like a queen's exit, mm-hmm. slow-mo music. Um, when she went up to Jeff, what did she say? She's like, don't do it. Don't do it. He's like, I, I, I hate it. Or I, I don't want to do it or something like that. They they gave her her flowers, and I appreciate that in the edit. And I think that she should be proud of her game and hold her head high. And I know they're going to call her back. Okay, yeah, for sure. And uh, whether you liked Shan, didn't like Shan, she invoked an emotion in you. And I think that that you know only a strong player and somebody that knows the game can do that. That's exactly what I was going to say, Bryce. Like whether you love to root for her or love to root against her, you know, she brought dynamic television that we, everybody wants, you know, if you have a season full of people playing as hard as Shan, bringing that energy, that emotion, that strategy, like it's going to be an amazing season of survivor. So like I said, I'm sure she's going to come back. I look forward to critiquing her gameplay again, but this is a Shan Stan podcast. So <laughs> okay. shout out to Shan. Yes. Um, and also, after, because I had to do a rewatch, because you know the charcuterie board was popping. Um, what it, as the Survivor fan that I am, and how much I love Survivor, it really just like I feel like I'm like, well, what the hell is going to happen now? Like it really has me that much more locked in to next week's episode, and yeah. to like when, like now I'm just like, oh my god. Because I feel like at this point, it's the, you, you know how they say, you know what Wendell Fart, it'd be like. No. But with Jack Fart, it don't be nothing. But we'd be like, oh my God, the, the silent, the silent ones be deadly. And I feel like this season. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear this, this analogy. This season has a lot of people that we have not seen a lot from. And I feel like they about to bust it wide open. <laughs> I got <laughs> Bryce. When we were in South Bryce. When we were in South Africa, what did you used to do when you got nervous? <laughs> don't listen. <laughs> don't do that. I have a. I, I would do every time you got nervous. It'd be like <laughs> every time. Or exactly, he'd be like, "Ooh, I was nervous." Me and tribal. Ooh. Yeah, I was next. I was next to him every single tribal. And it was it smelled. I'll tell you that. Don't do that. It smelled like sunshine, <laughs> sunshine and roses. It was tuned. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I have some a couple questions about the about this episode yeah. going forward and stuff. Um, one question that I have is: Is Ricard too exposed now? 
as far as a strong player and as far as not having Shan? I say yes. However, he also has shown himself to be a challenge beast. So if he can continue to win like two more, three more immunities, like he might be good. Mike Holloway has done. It's been done. Yeah. Yeah. I think he is exposed, but I like, I don't, I don't think he's like too, too exposed. Like, I don't think it's going to be, you know, an next episode. Everyone's like, all right, it's gotta be Ricard. I think he is a target that people will go for, but I think he has a good chance to win. I think I'd slot him in probably number three in my potential winner order. I've got okay. that circulating in my head, but no, I like the move from Ricard. It's exciting to see the games mixed up. Like part of me still doesn't even believe that Shan went home because I was so ready for Erica to go. Like I'm half expecting to see Shan pop up on my screen next week. So I'm since she's gone, I'm, I'm excited to see how it all shakes out because the game is really wide open now. Yeah. So my next question, I think you're right. My next question is, could he have had a better target? Was this the time for him to go for Shan? The you know, emotional get a, Go ahead, Jack. If he could have gone into just a Deshaun this episode, I think that is better for your game. Um, but I, I don't... Like I said, if you have this opportunity to make a move against someone who has an idol and a lot of control, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad move. I don't know if it's a good move, but I don't think it's a bad move. I think it's something that if I was in his shoes, I, I probably would have done the same thing. I think a lot of players would have done the same thing. So... It's it's tough to tell, but he he saw the move available that he thought it could benefit his game, and he went for it. So nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. This could be this could be the move that this could be one of those huge moves. If Ricard wins this season, exactly, this is like one of those pivotal moments in his exactly. game. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I have another question: Do you do it for the culture, or do you do it for your own personal interest? Do you? Look at the uh, the this moment in time, especially take us back a year ago when they filmed uh, right right in the smack smack dab in the Black Lives Matter movement, and you're out on this island with three other black people. Do you say, you know what, I'm gonna stick with this group right here for the optics and for what people see, or do you say, wait a minute? This game is for a million dollars. I have a bunch of student loans. I'm doing this for those student loans. And I know we've said that you can, there are ways that you can still represent and still fight for your money. But in this case, it's like you're about to break this foursome in your own self-interest. Do you do it for the culture or do you do it for yourself? I'm assuming you're asking me that uh, and that's a hard question for me. And I don't even know if I really want to answer it, uh, Wendell, honestly, because it's, it, it, it is, I feel like the plight of my lights, um, and I, and taking away from survivor because I feel like, yeah, it, it, it's just a very difficult question for me to answer, uh, in the sense that like, I want to do it for the culture because like, you know, I'm very pro black. I'm very proud of who I am at the same time. If I take a deep dive into my culture that I support and love at the same time, I don't always get that same support back. Uh, so I would like to think that I probably would bet on myself and choose myself and hope that I like can strike out on my own to represent the culture and give it a new life and give it a new, I don't know. But at the same time, I'm extremely loyal and I probably would have been very 
cognizant of how the optics are and where we are coming from and what it looks like. But I mean, as a podcaster talking about it um, and having the opportunity to sit back and being an openly gay black man and always being othered in the LGBTQ plus community as othered in the black community as othered. Like, you know, I don't know if I would really want to like, like it, 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 it gives me pause. It's very easy to sit back in our chairs and in the hotel room and say, like, we do it for the culture um, when we're not on that island and a million dollars isn't being dangled in front of us. So but but again, if I were to put myself into Sean's shoes, I understand his decision. Shan is in the way of his million dollars. I understand his decision. At the same time, if we think of the cookout and I didn't watch a lot of Big Brother, but I, I, I think that some of them, they all made their alliances with people outside the cookout and they started sniping all those alliances mm-hmm. to ensure that the final six are all black so that we can ensure that the winner will be black period. So I think in, in their case in big brother, they, they looked for the, they, they, their eyes, they were like, you know what? We understand that we're going to make it a point to put us before the individual. So on, on survivor, Deshaun put himself in front of the us because he recognized that there's a bigger threat in that four. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I understand it. The man's a med student. I'm still paying off my student loans from law school. You know, yeah. like I won the game a couple of years ago. Like th- I understand it, man. I understand it. But again, brings me back to the thought. This could be the reason why there won't be a black winner this season. And I'm not saying that I'm, I'm just saying like they had their mission, they decided mm-hmm. on it. And now this move might, and there still could be a black winner cause they're strong players. Right. Mm-hmm. But this move could have been that thing that kind of destabilized that. Yeah. I, I also think that this is, yeah. I, and I, for the reason why we fought for diversity to have, like, sometimes I feel like, and again, for anybody that is like a person of color or, or not represented uh, well on TV, this is the, this is the fight that we have to go through. It's not just like going out there playing for a million dollars and you like, you know what I mean? Like these, like, I feel like this is the internal battle uh, that we have. Um, and it, at times can be difficult. It's not just us going out there like, Hey, I'm here to play survivor. Let's have a good time. Like, you know, there are other decisions, other things at hand. Um, and I think that I just think that, yeah. Well, and also everyone, the black community is not a monolith. So you're not going to have everybody chosen for this game not every person will think that I have a responsibility to my community to show whatever or to put forth whatever. So That's I think, point. I, th- I think it's important. I think that we stood on the shoulders of people in front of us, the giants b- before us to make it better and they made it better for us and we make it better for these players. And I think that there will be a time when people can, ju- can just go out there and just play their game And some people will have a sense of community and the things that they need to represent. And some people will just play their game, but 
now that there are more people going out there, I, th- I think I think we're making those decisions maybe a little easier um, because that there are because there will be more people out there. Like mm-hmm. on my season, I was the one black man out there. I had Laurel and I had Des out there. And when I got when Laurel came over from Malolo to Navidi 2.0, we bonded and there were multiple times kind of off camera when I was like, yo, it is important that we get to the end together. That's it. Like it is very important for us to get to the end together. I, I told her that we understood that that was our assignment. We understood that. And, but now going forward, it's like, there's going to be plenty, like we're going to see many people come out there and play their game. And I think it was imperative for, for us to work hard to make it happen so that they can get out there and play their game. And in Deshaun's case, some people are, are going to look at him some kind of way. And I don't know, there are people in the black community that feel like they need to reach down and pull people up and make things better for people. And then there are people in the black community that, that don't necessarily do that. And that are very, that, you know, think about themselves. And I just, I don't know. I, I think that in a game for a million dollars, those decisions are a little, it's just tough. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't say Deshaun is something for making that decision to say, you know what? I got to look out for me. Absolutely. This is, this is the game at the it's end the of the game. Day, this is the game. So, yeah. And I think it's very important to distinguish that it is a game. It's survivor. It, it's like, you know, um, yeah, I, 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 a thousand percent respect uh, Deshaun's decision and I understand it and I get it. Um, and kudos to everyone out there. Like, you know, this is a game. It's a game that we love and I love to talk about it and I love to like be able to have these conversations. I'm just like so happy that we're able to cultivate a place that it's not, hey, it's not like, you know, it's like we can have these discussions. We can agree. We can disagree. We can see the point of view. But at the end of the day, just know that from this podcast, we uplift every player that has played. Whether we agree with you, whether we like, you know, we're coming from a place of love and I hope that anyone, everyone that listens, I hope that y'all get that. Yeah. So I just have one last question. So I, I, I'm trying to think of like who, who has like a real, like now that the game is bust wide open as, as Bryce would say, the game is bust wide open. Oh, who, oh, who has, who has a good shot? Who has the best shot? Who, who do y'all see? Who has the best path to the end? I got four contenders oh. in my mind. Um, Come on. Come four on. people I think could win. Three people I don't really think are going to win. Uh, obviously, the only way they would win is if they all ended up in a final. I, I don't think Liana has a chance to win. I don't think Heather has a chance to win. And unfortunately, I don't think Danny has a chance to win because he's playing a great oh. game, but we're not seeing enough of it for me to, to feel like he's the winner. Um and I'm going to make a, I have two people, I think are at the top for me. And that's one, my guy, Deshaun, who, I, who I've been rocking with the whole time. Okay. Uh, and then I, honestly, sneaky pick, Erica. Erica. I, I think Erica has been gaining some steam and I've seen people talk about the editing this season and edgic, all of that stuff. I think what is really happening is they're telling the story of the season. They're not telling the story of the winner. So Shan got so much screen time because she was a main factor in the season, not because she was going to win. So 
Erica's story here could be, you know, she's playing, she, she's that lot, she's that wolf in sheep's clothing. Now she's finally shedding that, that sheep's clothing and really playing the game. She could go on a win. I think she's in a good position. Like I said, she has Heather who she, they're mutually their number one allies. If she gets to the end with Heather, that's, that's someone you could definitely beat. So I think Erica's a good chance. And then after that, I think Xander and Ricard, you know, Xander's path is very unclear, but he has an idol. He has an extra vote. He's showed a lot of maneuverability. Uh, honestly, I would compare it a little bit to Jay in 33, where you lose a lot of your allies are kind of playing like a free agent, but you have an idol that you're ballsily able to hold on to and make it deep into the game. But right now, just I don't know anything, but I would kind of predict that Xander could meet a similar outcome to Jay, where eventually the like all the other targets are gone. Your idol gets flushed one way or another. Everyone kind of mutually is like, all right, you got to go, you know, final five, final six. And then Ricard, I, I think is the sharpest player out there, but like you said, he's a little bit exposed. So it's just gonna be a little bit tough for him to get to the end. I don't know exactly who he sits with. So yeah, that's, that's my four. And I think Deshaun and Erica probably have the best chance, but what do you guys think? For me, um, I always go for the underdogs. So I actually, it's going to be Heather. <laughs> no, in no particular order, my three I have are Erica, Danny, or Xander at this point. Uh, because, like I said, like I've been saying it all episode, the game is bust wide open. And I think that Xander throughout this game has been on the bottom and has executed and shown that he is aware and knows how to maneuver and knows how to play the game. Danny, I feel like, is calling the shots he's been respected and not once this season have i heard anybody call him out for being an ex-pro player like normally that's like the talk of the town like like you know like yeah. that the fact that that and you know erica in the sense of that she's been at the bottom and she's been able to make sense of it all and i feel like when ish blows up and the numbers are fractured. She and her head are going to be able to make what is the best move. And she has the numbers at the bottom. So for me, those at this point, that's my winner pick picks. Okay. Who would you go of the three? I, gotta... I mean, I feel like I'm a little biased in the sense of like, I don't know, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, probably. I mean, more at, at this point, honestly, because I feel like Deshaun and Ricard have like they have shown their hand too much. And I feel like it is going to only inevitable make them the bigger targets. So for me, it's like either a, a Zaddy or a Danny at this point. Wow. OK, I have Danny in my list, too. Um, I have Deshaun, Danny, Ricard and Erica. Uh, is it the top three or the top four? As my top well, four. She's saying whatever. Uh, and I, I, have, I have Xander out. I, I guess kind of like like you said with the, the J thing, I can see him using his idol at some point and, and getting out at some point. Like mm-hmm. Heather, we haven't seen much from her. She, I don't know how much she's playing. Um, I, I question Liana's path right now. I think she's going to go back and be very upset and not wanting to work with Deshaun and Danny, but, and, and Deshaun and, and Danny are together. So then you have Ricard, Erica, Heather, Xander, and Liana. That five, if my math is correct. Yeah. That five, many things can be done in that five to either target Deshaun and Danny 
Or if Deshaun and Danny can pull someone to target Ricard or an Erica, you know, you know, Ricard and Erica are on their hit list. So, but yeah, the, the winners I see, the people that I see that can win again, Deshaun, Danny, Ricard and Erica. I, I think if you cut out Danny, that's probably my, like, as much as I want Xander to win, I am worried. Like you said, not only the J situation, I'm also worried about who he gets to the end with. Uh, if he runs with the underdogs, like, cause he's, be- he's playing a very smart, smart game, but the problem is he's never really had allies where he's had a lot of agency. So I think in the position he's been in, he's done a phenomenal job, but there's that issue. And then I also think there's like maybe a, a, a perspective on maturity that's hurting both Xander and Liana. There's a secret scene from this episode. I don't know if you guys saw it where they're tussling. They go to Shan to, to, to basically like go to their mom and be like, like Liana needs to cut it out. Xander needs to cut it out. Like they're kind of showing their age. So if Xander gets to the end with, a, with a, a, a Deshaun or a, a Danny or a Erica, especially given the, given the, kind of revolutionary nature of the season. I don't know if people are going to be inclined to vote for him as much as I want them to. I still think he has a chance, especially if he makes some moves with the idol or with the extra vote, you never know what could happen. But yeah, I do think my top three at this point probably is. I think I'd, I'd honestly go. Yeah. Erica, Deshaun, and then Ricard. But like you said, Ricard has a tough path right now. Yeah, I feel like Ricard and Deshaun, although I love them both and I like I'm rooting for them. I think that they uh, they have a, a, a hard shot. But what is the best thing about Survivor is that. Go ahead, Wendy. I, I just I know you're trying to rush us off and you got big plans tonight. But I'm thinking, what if Deshaun and Danny are at the end together and you have a Shan politicking against a Deshaun? Well, I mean, that's I think that that's also a real thing is that uh, people spoil the jewelry. And if you have a a bit of Betty or a Biddy Bryce in the jewelry, um, yeah, that that's a, another reason why I say Xander, because like who has Xander wronged? Who ha- like I, again, I also, Liana. I mean, right. But she might still be in the game or not even spoil the jury. They sway the jury. Well, well, that's what I mean. Do you, Spoils, do you think when it boils down to it, do you think Shan would be against Deshaun and Danny? I mean, or do you think she's like, hey, great movie. You made it to the end. Respect. You did what we set out to do. Albeit you had to cut me, but like props. I, I don't know. I think that Shan is a player enough that um, I think that time at Ponderosa, I think that like she would see the good of the cost so uh, yeah I mean and more people will come and tell that and tell their stories to Shan so mm-hmm. yeah sh- she might and I, I could be you know off with her saying she's just going to be so mad at Deshaun or Dan or whatever but um, I, I can also understand that the jury is going to probably uh, recognize the magnitude of the moment and maybe not give Xander the million dollars amongst this cast. So, yeah. and it's yeah. a weird jury. Like the, the cast obviously is so different from what we've seen given diversity that it was also a lot of age diversity on this jury. I mean, you have Tiffany, Evie, Nasir, Shan right now. That's a weird group to kind of appeal to. It's not kind of the average group. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of what they value as a jury. Yeah. Right. And like I was saying before, it is such an amazing time to be a Survivor fan because it's literally bust wide open, yin yang twist to the floor, to the window, to the wall, to the sweat, sweat. down. My- 
So, sorry, Ben. Okay. But it really is an exciting time. And, um, I am so lucky to be a fan of the show with excess. I feel like I have survivor plus and, um, I, I literally cannot wait to see next week's episode. And I hope that you guys tune in with us to, Recap next week. Also, y'all know tell them about it. Tell them about it. It's given the Bryson win presents the and finale. Jack. Okay, <laughs> Jack, you gonna come? Is this I'll confirmed? Can I'll we conf- can we do a Purple Pants podcast Survivor News exclusive? Jack Atkins. This is confirmed. I'm, I know a lot more people gonna buy tickets this time because they know your boys. Now nah, I'm playing. Um, yeah, I'll be at the. We'll tell them about it and just know that the guys, Bryson win presents the finale. Okay, we are headed over to Hoboken. Did I say it right? Window. Yeah, we're going to Hoboken okay. December 15th, per. 6 to midnight. Per. We're going to watch the whole finale. Per. We have some incredible Ooh. confirmed guests coming Ooh. and it's go time. Don't don't look at Let's the comments go. on our Instagram to see who said they was coming. I'm just saying, don't have no FOMO. Make sure you click the link in our bios and get the tickets now. We can't wait to watch this historic finale with you. But until then, guys, thank you so much, Jack. Thank you so much, Wendell, for coming in. It's the Survivor News. It's a whole thing. I see the comments on the YouTube. The favorite baby boys. But until next time, guys, it's giving game versus loyalty. And we out. Peace. (laughs) Not the peace. (laughs) Y'all, that episode was a lot. I am so happy I had my baby boys, Jack Atkins and Wendell Holland, here with me on the Survivor News which is an exclusive to the Purple Pants podcast. If you got a YouTube, make sure you head over to YouTube, type in Bryce Isaiah, hit subscribe, give this video a thumbs up. Also, I just want to remind y'all, because you know they're going like hotcakes, Bryce and Wynn presents the finale. We are headed over to Hoboken to watch the finale together. So listen, click the link in my bio or Wendell's bio and get your tickets and we will see you there. It's a lot. Okay. I'm still at Barb House. I'm still wetting the whistle. And I just thank you guys so much for your support and listening. But if you have not already, please make sure you subscribe to the Purple Pants Podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. Hit that subscribe button. Give your baby boy some five stars. Write a review and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. It's gang versus loyalty cause it's a it's a it's a it's the purple pants it's the purple pants it's the purple pants podcast you better get your headphones and listen up quick it's the purple pants podcast you better listen in public might make your stomach hurt it's the purple pants podcast you're trying to unwind you better get that box wine it's the purple pants podcast you're trying to get your snack you better hurry right back though it's the purple pants it's the purple pants.